Hello and welcome to Internet Gamer episode 358. We're the video game source for you, the casual gamers of the world. Casual, casual, casual. My name is Brian Oski. I'm Austin Morales. And I'm Jason Hobbs. And today on the Internet Gamer, we're going to be talking about Overwatch 2 is here. We talk a little bit about Oxenfree, New World, and a horror game called Visage. Also, in video game news, we're going to discuss CD Projekt Red working on a new Witcher and Cyberpunk 2077. Also, E3 is coming out and featuring separate business and consumer days, and much more. And for our time of the show, we have our awesome friend Carolina Ravasa from Overwatch, Woo! and now Overwatch 2, the voice of Sombra. We dive into uh, the new game that's come out and some of her acting career the past five years, because, you know, it's been a minute since we talked to her. And much more. So give that music. It is October 11, 2022. Welcome to the Intergamer Podcast. If you want to show your support, you can consider donating or sharing this episode with a friend. October. You can go to intergamer.net slash donate to contribute. Also, if y'all are tuning in, make sure you stay tuned and listen to the whole podcast as we have a very special guest on later on that is none other than Carolina Ravasa. You definitely want to stick around for that. That'll be later in the show. If you want to jump straight to it, you can check Just out fast the forwarded. notification, the the time code in the show notes. You know, if you want to do that, but you don't want to go anywhere because we're about to talk about some video games. It's very exciting. Austin's falling down over here. <laughs> no, I'm just moving my feet. Oh, okay. I thought you're I thought you were falling over. You know, uh, it is spooky season. It is October. Uh, we streamed a scary game last week, or was it scary? How did you feel about it, Jason? Uh, Visage, Visage. Is the name. So yeah, we did we did stream it. Um, we did lose connection. Sorry, we were trying new things. Uh, it worked out well, and then I jumped back into the back rooms, nineteen ninety eight, and that was oh funny. boy, <laughs> that one was a lot more scarier, and yeah, I, yeah. I pushed through it. Yeah, y'all so. should go watch the uh, Twitch.tv slash Senior Gamercast and watch the video. Because uh, Jason had already like done this first portion, so he's just like hyper speeding through <laughs> just it, like and just like commentating on the whole entire thing. It was the funniest shit I've ever yeah. seen. But Visage, Visage wasn't. I guess that is a game. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah, if you I want guess to. so. I guess so. Okay. Well, we'll talk about Visage in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, make sure you tune and watch our streams. We're gonna try and do scary stuff every night this or every Wednesday this month. I yeah, guess. What are we doing this Wednesday? I have no idea yet. If you guys want to watch Brett play a scary game, recommend a game. He will play it. Yes. I'll put it up on the Discord Come as on, well. guys. You got yes. <laughs> Come on. I was hoping Dead Space, the remake, would be out by now and I could play that. When does it come out? I don't know. No. I think it's like December. No, no, that's the Callisto Protocol. Release date. All right. Uh, they have no date. Oh, oh January 27th. January Damn it, 27th. That's, far. that's way far. All you right. played the, ri- the, oh, the remake. Never mind. Yeah. No, I played the original. I played okay. I played all. Oh, Dead Space okay. 1 and 2. I didn't play 3. Okay. But anyway. We anyway. have a big game to talk about this week. <laughs> Overwatch 2 is out. It is here. It is released. Uh, not in a full form because one of the things that they recently did was that they said that the <laughs> PvE component is not going to come with the game at launch. So that's coming at a later date. We don't know when that's coming, but that's going to include a full story campaign. Um, that is not this. So Overwatch 2 is basically the next evolution. Uh, and I say evolution because... 
It's not a revolution. It's an mm. evolution. Evolution. But it is the next iteration of Overwatch. <laughs> Uh, Overwatch 1 is no more. You can't play it. It doesn't exist. If you click on your Overwatch 1, it takes you straight in Overwatch 2. Which, why and, wouldn't uh, they just update it? To they say did. Overwatch 2. They did. It doesn't say that. Yeah, when I log into it, it still it says, says I'm Overwatch. playing Overwatch, but I'm opening Overwatch 2. I just had to, I just, I just had to update it. It wasn't like a, a new game download it? or anything like that. So I noticed with this game, a lot of people <laughs> couldn't get in. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of issues on uh, on launch day. Um, people were having trouble connecting. Um, they were having massive, massive trouble? server queues. <laughs> they weren't even getting in the game. If you go look at video game Donkey, yeah, no, you can so see good. his video of like oh, I love that talking video. about how great Overwatch Two is. Where you, he was like, they have a new logo with an orange two that and he has the, the queue up. Yeah, he's like, he's reviewing the Q screen. <laughs> it's just that's all like, you can do. He's like, it's the largest battle royale you've ever played. 40,000 40, players. 40, <laughs> players. <laughs> Fort, Fortnite I haven't seen is this. only 100 players. I, I have not seen uh, on uh, through our message oh, thread. It wouldn't load for me. Oh, that's right. what it was. Man. Yeah, I can oh, see dude, that. So funny. funny. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but it's very true. It was, a, it was a real problem. A lot of people, uh, I didn't get to play the game until later in the week, so I didn't experience those issues, but I know... <laughs> Um, a lot of people on our Discord channel were, you know, complaining and talking about they yeah. just can't get in the game. It wouldn't load. They're getting like 40,000 player queue and then it would drop down and then it would just like server disconnected and it reset. Um, there was a lot of DDoS attacks happening. So people were, for whatever reason, attacking the servers and that was making it even worse. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that was about. Yeah. But man, what a shitty launch for a game. Apparently a lot of people were hyped for. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sucks. But I feel like that's so common these days, though, with like. Just That's what I was about to say. Every game's got to have like a yes. launch after I kind of I kind of expected it, especially after um uh, what was it? Uh, War of Warcraft. Oh Whenever yeah, it did their thing. Warcraft I remember, Classic. Yeah, I remember uh, one of my coworkers. I was talking to him about it. He's just like, "Yeah, I'm in the queue right now," and he's at work, <laughs> and I'm like, "You're in the queue right now." He has a camera pointed at his screen so he can see where he's at in the queue. And he didn't get on until after work. And he said he's been on queue for like two days or something like that. Well, it was like that when we oh, played yeah. New World, too, at the beginning of launch. Like you had a... If you, you had didn't a, get in. People like... I, <laughs> as I, soon as it launched. I downloaded <laughs> an app in. that would literally like would would click or like move my character a little yeah. bit every like 30 seconds. So oh, it wouldn't I've seen that me too. out. Yeah. You know? And I was like, that's so sad that we have to go through this. But <laughs> seriously, <laughs> it's the state of the world, I guess. But it's better now, right? It's better, yeah. I mean, I logged so into it. If I download it tonight, I can jump into it. You should be Overwatch, able to. yeah, yeah. That's okay. all fixed now. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I don't jump. know what they do to make it work, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all the problems they had, I didn't Reset I think it'd be it down for a week. <laughs> yeah. That's all they had to do. <laughs> that's all they had to do. Reset every server. Yep. So no, Austin, was, you were the first bad. one to actually get into it. What, I was. What is your first impressions <laughs> on it compared to the last one? Because I've never it, played Overwatch, and that's what I'm curious about. Okay. Uh, it feels just like Overwatch 1. Everything's smooth. I mean, the graphics are great. The new skins are pretty nice. I like them. And, um, yeah, I mean, just it felt fun. It felt good to go back to something I haven't played in a while. And uh, But the sad part is, is it doesn't feel much different at all. Minus that you have a few new characters, and I feel like one of them's OP. I haven't played. I haven't actually played the new characters. I, I played uh, Junker Queen in the, the the little training mode, and I was like, dude, her shotgun is ridiculous. So, and plus, uh, the second game I played, she was just raping me, literally. Oh, she she come into me and just be like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm dead. And I was uh, I was Reinhardt. She was just taking me down like no one's business. Jesus, I'm like, how is this possible? Yeah. 
But I felt like I did. Uh, so the first match I played, uh, we won the match, and I got play of the game. So I okay. felt like that was uh, that was a pretty was good a, like, jump into it. How long did it take you to actually play the game? Because I remember you you hit us up to stream it, but we told you we already had plans. Yeah. But whenever you, how long did it take you to actually get into the game and play? I didn't get into the, the game for the first two days. First two days. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, because it launched on Wednesday or Tuesday. 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 So it launched on Tuesday. I didn't play it for three days. So the first two days, I just, I just didn't, I didn't wait in the queue. I was like, I'm not. Why am I gonna sit here, sit here and, and wait, wait? Maybe do something else, and then I get in, and I don't even recognize it, and I get booted out, and okay. like, having all these problems. So I waited till I got back from work, mm-hmm. and uh, I was finally able to get in, no problem. And I was like, I'm. This shouldn't be a, 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 such a hassle. True. Just to get in and play this freaking game. Well, at least the game's free. <laughs> yes, oh, it, it so could be great. way worse. You know, you could have went true. and paid like seventy bucks for that's it, true. and then download, and you're just uh, waiting. <laughs> I mean, that's probably why it's not the biggest thing in the world right yeah. now because it is free to play. But man, I just it's it's awful. But now you can get in there, you can play it. There's no problem, at least right now. Okay, or last time I played. Okay, and um, I think it's worth everyone getting back in. But. Like Brett was, me and Brett were talking about it. It's it's just Overwatch one point one, one point one. Like there's nothing significantly different about it. Maybe the mode, the new mode where you get the you have that big robot pushing something. I haven't played that yet. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because that that new <coughs> mode is very much like it still reminds me of the payload map. The only difference is in this case, it's like whenever you group your people around the little robot guy, he basically pushes this like this like I don't know moving platform thingy or whatever. And he just yeah. pushes it forward. And then if you lose people and you knock all the people out that are defending him, pushing it forward, mm-hmm. then what the other team then can then push it back. And then whenever he's pushing it, like when it once it gets a certain distance, if if you lose your entire team surrounding the robot guy, then the robot runs all the way back to the other like barrier thing that he's pushing for the other team and immediately starts pushing the red one. So like it's a big distance that he goes back and forth. Because based on how far you push this this barrier thing forward, so it, it's definitely an interesting push and pull. It relies a lot on team wipes. So I mean, if you can like wipe a team, you get a huge advantage to like push your push your it character forward, forward and, and move it forward. So it is a it is a nice twist on. It's very similar to the payload, but both teams are technically attacking. They're just like it's like a tug of war, you know, fighting each other. Yeah, I, yeah. I do like it a lot, and found it to be a very interesting um, interesting mode. To a, to a playthrough, okay, but, but it's so, definitely go ahead uh, for the uh, what is this called? What mode is this? the the roll queue? Is that new or is that in- that's been in the game for a lot? That actually created a lot of controversy when it first came out what? because it used to be just roll queue, and the problem was people couldn't get in servers because if they want to play like oh, a tank or if they want to play whatever, like you you're you're required to play. <laughs> You basically certain, pick what yeah. type you're going to be playing. Right, right, right. Um, and it, it was like there was super long wait times to get into a game. So I think that's when a lot of people dropped off was during that time when they introduced Roll Queue mm. and that it created, I mean, it was nice because it forced people, I mean, it only loaded servers up with what you players you needed, but at the same time, it also increased load times quite a bit for people to get into an actual match. Well, I played it. And I don't know if I played it when it initially launched, but I really liked that because... I mean, you know who's going to be on your team. You know you got the necessary people to actually be there yeah. and help you out. Like, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, there should probably be a thing where it's like, hey, um, this role's already filled. Do you want to get into a match right now play this role? 
Yeah. They should have that feature. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you have the option to, to switch. You're not just like, I have to be this. Well, it is one nice thing that they add, they've they added in this game that wasn't in the other one. Is that oh, they do have it. Yeah, they have when uh, you're, all. They yeah, I was going to say, when you're, when you're loading, they have like options where you can go under, like in Rocket League, you know, when you're waiting for a Rocket League game to start, you can Yeah, go you training. can go into like training or whatever. They've added that now. It, it used nice. to be a feature where... You literally just sat there and just waited. But that's the thing. Like your battle pass and stuff. So they give you you points for selecting all for the battle pass or a support. So you get points for actually picking. Oh, so if if you pick. Okay, I see what you're saying. (laughs) It is in the quick play. You can pick which class you want to be. Right. In order to fill a spot. Right. And it gives you a time limit on like, oh, is it that much time limit though? Like, well, it's less than three minutes. Yeah, less than three minutes. So does it take that long for like. It didn't take long for me to get in a match. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, even like what you're saying, you go on a training or whatever while you're waiting for a match. I mean, do you have enough time to train? Because there's so yeah, many people playing and you just jump right in. Hey, yeah. It used to be in Overwatch 1 for a while, especially the last time I jumped into Overwatch 1. It was, it could be like a, a couple minutes you were yeah. waiting for a server to pop I up. I really thought this was a Battle Royale when it first came you out. You did? Oh, no. oh, oh yeah, wow. no. Okay. So you have, uh, no, it's a hero. for someone that's never right played Overwatch, can you guys convince me at all to get this game and why? Let's see. Yeah. Brett, um, let, let Brett go a, first. Okay. He hasn't. He hasn't I want, yeah. I want to get Brett's and then Let's see how go to you. Okay. Well, no, because you, you gave what you thought about yeah, the Overwatch too. I'm just bouncing I'm offended, back. okay? I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a good game for people that honestly don't like Battle Royales because so yeah. many games right now are Battle Royale. And this is kind of like, you know, if you're, if you're looking for something different, you have like a Call of Duty or you have Valorant or you mm-hmm. have this. And this game is pretty well accessible. It is harder now because there's 35 characters. Yeah. And each character plays very, very different. So but each character fast. has their own style weapon. You don't yeah. pick up other weapons to use against no. other characters. So it's just it's based mm-hmm. off that character alone. It's a hero build. And okay. every character's got their own type of... It's a unique weapon to that I character. Like it's a unique set of abilities. Mm-hmm. It's very much inspired by the MOBAs. Like the massively online battle, royale, battle arena games. That's kind of where this idea came League from. Legends. And they okay. brought it into yeah. a first-person shooter experience. So like... For example, I like playing the character Soldier 76 in the new game. And he, he's, a, he's the most standard character to a standard FPS in that his, uh, one of his abilities is just a sprint. He can just sprint down the, down the, the map or whatever. And he's got a shot, uh, assault rifle that yeah. he can use that can shoot out. You, all have, you never have to pick up ammo. You just have a limited ammunition. You have rounds. You have to reload, but it's just you just always have weapons. So you, okay, so you always have, you okay. always have stuff. You, don't have to, like, you can pick up health, but you always have ammunition. Um, the other ability he has is this little like sh- this uh, health thing. He can drop down below him, mm-hmm. and it creates this like healing barrier thing that people can run into and get healing health. aura, like an aura. Yeah. Okay. And he's got a rocket he can shoot out that has a cooldown on it. So you shoot a rocket launch, and it does like twenty five percent damage oh. on the enemy. Um, and and then he has an ultimate that gives him um, auto fire, auto okay. fire, auto aim. So whenever you hold it down, you just it just starts shooting at whatever you can see in your view. Okay. So, but that's just like you know you have to wait for that to recharge. And notice in the video we're watching at the very bottom, there's that little timer. Yeah, I see that. That's basically the indicator of when your ultimate's charged up. And because it's such a strong team based game, whenever you go into your tab menu and look at your scoreboard, you can always see when your team has their ultimates loaded. Because yeah. this game's all about like team play of like you want to go in there if everybody has their ultimates you just drop ultimates like crazy and you can like wipe out an entire team in one fell swoop mm. and then you have to wait for they have to then wait to be able to spawn back in okay so that gives you time to like then push the objective forward and like have that um that yeah, challenge well, there played this sooner 
Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't played it. Well, I'll bet you there, Allison, convince <laughs> me to buy this game. Well, I'm trying well, to think of like a, a hero game that you've played. That's I haven't. Like The closest thing I can compare this to is almost like Borderlands, just because of the different classes and stuff. A little bit. That's a good way. Yeah, but I can't. Yeah, I, you can almost think about uh, like, it's like skirmish classic battlefield. No. I'm just trying to think of the best way to like put this. It's like, you know, everyone has a class, like, like the characters divide up in the class and you yeah. pick that class. And obviously people, some people are better at, uh, have different techniques like, um, diva, she's a girl and a robot. Yeah. And so she flies around and she has a lot of health and she can shoot. Uh, she has these, uh, these, uh, Gatling guns on the side, and the closer you are, the more damage it does, and the farther away, it does less damage. And mm-hmm. then she has rockets that have to recharge, and then if you want to do her ultimate, she throws it in, and it blows up. Yeah. Her, her robot blows up, so she can walk around with a gun that actually does a lot of damage, but she's real squishy. Or you have Reinhardt, which is also another tank, and he can speed in like this on my, on my yeah. screen. And he has a giant hammer, and he can throw this wave of energy that slashes um, horizontally, and it's just... I think it's really cool because you can find those like set of characters that you're really good at or really like playing and you can always switch around Mm -hmm. and it's just everyone's different. You can find your style and just stick with it. And then obviously if you get the right team makeup and you have good communication, like it's, it's a blast. Okay. I mean, I guess it's kind of sort of similar. You can have, I mean, uh, did you play Halo back in the day? Oh, way back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, those moments of like intense intensity and, those clutch moments, like you have that here, yeah, where everyone's just fighting to get to the objective and either push it or pull it or or that new match where you're trying to it's just little, yeah, literal tug little of war, things. like it makes a big deal, especially um, if you're uh, um, who's the angel chick? Uh, gosh, ah, mercy. Mercy. mercy, mercy, yeah. So I don't know how her her ultimate works now, but she used to. He'll ever like bring back everybody on the field who died. So your whole team can go down. She can come in and pff, everyone's back. Oh, wow. Ready to go. So, so you kind of you kind of want to build your class. Well, you kind of want to make sure you pick someone that's going to help the team out and push right. forward. I see what you're yeah, saying. Right. Okay. So so that's a clutch moment. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You're down to the last 10 seconds, and is it everyone's just, dead, and then boom, everyone's back, and then there's that final yeah. push. So, and it's no just, one expected it. Uh, two teams versus each, each other, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's, and uh, you said they have in, in Overwatch 2, they have different modes now, and you can have a five man team now. Uh, so only so five man, yeah. Only so five that's, man. that's the biggest that's change the biggest change in the game is that the game used to be 6v6, and oh. when you had 6v6. Yeah. The the build, so the character build. So you have three different types of characters. You have your tank, which is the one that yeah. you know, brawler or whatever. You get the DPS, which is just a damage dealer, and you have a healer. And with the six v six builds, you very much almost all the time always had two have tank two characters. Tanks. One of which would be a Reinhardt who has this big giant shield. And yeah. The other one would be just like pulling in damage and stuff like that. Well, now with the new setup with five v five, you can't have two tanks. It's always one tank. I so see. So that makes it that that's totally kind of changed the game where it's more focused on damage dealing. Um, you still generally have one healer unless you're doing like not rule queue, let's open queue. You can have two healers or whatever. Oh, but there's these different builds yeah. that you look at of like, okay, I want to get 
you know, these, because there's also like DPS characters can be yeah. short range characters that are super fast, like Tracer. She's super fast and shoots guns really quickly. Mm-hmm. But you also have a character that, um, what's the sniper's name? Widowmaker. Widow. Widowmaker. Widowmaker. Yeah. She's a, like a sniper. So she stays back and she snipes, picks people off. Yeah. And um, she can heal, right? She has the healing gun. Yeah, she has. No, that's healing uh, sniper. That's our, our, uh, Anna. Oh, Anna. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, so there's like every character is like very like ver- varied with one another and mm-hmm. has very it's kind of like you know when we were playing Marvel's Avengers like one of the things that we noticed is like they were different enough that they could do different types of stuff. This is very similar in that, but I think the character is even more different. And there's not like a whole upgrade tree like you had in Avengers. That's it's what just, I was going to ask. If there was the a, characters just do what they do. Okay. And then so all there's the no lockables are cosmetic stuff. Cosmetics. So there's no upgrading. If I'm playing this one character constantly, there's no upgrading. It's just all yeah, cosmetic. It's, it's always consistent. That's nice. Yeah. Now okay. When, when PVE comes out, that is going to have an upgrade tree for all the characters. Say that's, that's the main reason why in. I kind of want to get to Overwatch 2 because I enjoy the shorts. I enjoy like the, the little story yeah. bits that I get from from it on YouTube and stuff because I've never played Overwatch, but I'm probably going to download it tonight. But I feel like this is going to be a reoccurring thing of because you guys convinced me to download <laughs> Battlefield 2042 and how much do we play that? Well, I still want to play it. I'll play it you whenever say, you want. You say it every goddamn time. <laughs> I know you just got to tell me like, hey, like get it because otherwise I'm just going to be like working or like came out I think it's good for this like horizon. this game shit. And now I'm like, <laughs> I love, I'm giving I this love it. game time to like soak into you guys and be like, oh yeah, we're gonna play Overwatch. So is there cross play? Yeah. 100 percent cross okay. play. Yeah. And that's a new thing too, which is really nice. Is that it the, wasn't on the last a, one? It was no, not fully. I think they finally added it towards the tail end, but it wasn't it wasn't as supported as mm. it is now. Now it's hundred percent full hundred percent. Whatever you want to do, whatever system you're on, it all connects. Okay, together. I'm excited. Cause I do like I said before, I do really enjoy the shorts. I enjoy the animation of it. Um even though one person individually just says it looks like Fortnite to him, but I don't care. Um, and I, I, I'm I, feeling it. I'm liking it. And I like the fact that they're coming out with a PvE version. I'm curious about the PvE a little bit. Is there going to be a multiplayer with the PvE? Uh, or is no. it just going to be co-op? Like co-op. That's what I meant. Co-op, yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. There will be co-op That'd with be it. Fun. Yeah, it will be. And that will be, be that will be paid. So that part's going to be a paid I'll component pay it, to it. Man. But which is yeah, I think it's no. going to be fine. But um, but the multiplayer. I mean, I think it, I think it was a good call for them to go free to play. It was a great call for them to bring in a battle pass because they were the ones that right first introduced like the loot box system, uh-huh. and that just you know it's it's annoying because you sit there and you get a loot box. And you're like, I hope I get what I want. I hope I get what I want, and you don't. So you just collect these loot boxes, and it was just not fun. And now it's like you have a a tree. You uh-huh. can look at it. it's your ten bucks for your battle pass. Oh, you progress is. up and you can get your stuff. Yeah. Um. And like it's and it's it's a good time to get in the game because go. there's I mean there's thirty five characters now. That's a huge amount it's of a players giant roster to to play through, and all of them are very very unique. Like there's no character that's built the same. Um. But the biggest problem I have is just that it's still Overwatch. Bam. Like it's not much Downloading different. It. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Um. So if you're coming from Overwatch 1, you're expecting a huge difference. This is still Overwatch 2. Or this is still Overwatch 1. Yeah. Kind of. but I was surprised how much it felt the same. Yeah. Well, because I was thinking of games like like games that come out that you haven't played in a while. You get a sequel. Like, I mean, looking at single player games, like from The Last of Us, The Last of Us 2. Like there's a huge jump in like the the depth of gameplay. Uh, the story wasn't as good, but the depth of gameplay was better. The graphics were significantly better. 
in this, this game came out in 2017. The graphics really aren't any different, um, which the graphics don't have to be because they're like, you know, it's the art style that they have. Yeah. But I was still kind of expecting there to be, I mean, there's like little subtle lighting adjustments, but it's, mm-hmm. it's very, very minor. Um, there are six new maps in this game, so that is cool. The new maps are like, they're all over the world, so they're very focused on like, you go to um, like like Brazil and like different countries and stuff like that, and they have a lot of stuff that kind of captures the essence of those those locations. Yeah. Um, but in this like cool like kind of futuristic looking uh, world, um, and the maps are really well designed. I mean, they're all like they have different lanes and they're very arena based like design. Yeah. Um, like you would get in a Call of Duty or in a Counter Strike or whatever, where it's just like you got a couple lanes you go down, different pathways to cut through the lanes, but really you're just pushing things down lanes or pushing the funneling your characters down certain lanes. Um, but it's, it's quick, it's fast to get in the action. Um, and I think that's, what's so important. Like with battle royales where you get in there, you're committing yourself to 45 minutes. Oh yeah. You can play a match. Especially in 10 PUBG. Jesus Christ. I yeah. played that one and I was just like, don't get me wrong. PUBG's fun. I, I really enjoy it, but it just seems like it's so big and massive. And I'm like, yeah, it's not worth it. Wow. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, you find one person, they snipe you in the face, and you're like, oh, I'm dead. Yeah, I walked this far, now yeah. I'm shot. But no, I, 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 I'm i going to play this. I'll probably play it tomorrow or Monday. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, I jumped in, I played two matches, and I was like, I'm going to get off. Yeah. So I can jump back it was on. Satisfying. Yeah, it was It was kind of like us with Rocket League. We, we jump in for a couple of rounds, and we're kind of like, okay, let's move on to something else. It's, yeah. it's a good refresh. Right. Like, palate cleanser. <clears throat> it's, it's very much has the Rocket League vibe yeah in that it's you can jump in quick you can play some matches you can have a good time you can jump out yeah and not feel like you you know Wait, so you're, you're gonna be committing for a is long uh time. the battle pass how much is the battle pass 10 how bucks much? 10 bucks okay that's a that's a good standard price and that's just cosmetics and all that and they took away the um loot boxes and yeah. all that jazz okay. yeah they're gonna have a shop at some point just like you know all the other games do so that hasn't come out yet but yeah um, while well, I was looking through the battle pass, I mean, you unlock different skins, you unlock sprays, so you can spray stuff on the walls just to like have messages or whatever. They have a uh, uh, player banners now, so you have your little banners that you. It's the standard stuff. I don't, know. I don't like it when like first person shooters have skins and stuff. I just I don't see it. Right, you know yeah. what I mean. Other well, players so see it, but when you just, finish the game and your team wins, they showcase all of your characters yeah, with their skins. So it's uh, I think it's a waste of money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kind right. of, yeah. You see it for what, like a second? Right. I do like, like oh. to show off, like, oh man, look at me, I got this badass skin. Yeah, but you we can't see it yourself. Or, or, if you get, or there's <laughs> I, this I thing you'll get a if you if you do really really well, you have a really good play. They have this thing called play of the game at the end of it, yeah. where it like highlights you, so it shows your character and its skin and like what what you did or how it long shows your for character. Like two seconds. Yeah, but it's no, okay, so yeah. two seconds seeing. It's like I mean, it's five. It's not two seconds that I bought. Probably. I mean, yeah. Man, screw you. <laughs> I don't know. Think it's it, cool. No, okay. I kind of wish they had like a, a third person mode that you can nah do with it. I mean, I'm I don't know. I, I'm uh, yeah, but it's downloading. I'll play it. Yeah. Um, also, your friend that said that this looks like Fortnite is wrong because this came out a year before Fortnite came out. Oh, so, so this looks like looks Fortnite. Like this. Fortnite <laughs> looks like Overwatch. Oh. I said it looked like. And that friend Fortnite. is Travis. Yeah. Well, well he's Travis, not going to play this? No. Yeah, he already said no. He said no right off the bat before I even finished the word. Yeah. I said over. He's like, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's missing out. He probably is. He'll probably see me play it and be like, oh boy, go download. Same way with Fortnite. He's like, 
If we tell him let's play Fortnite, he's like, oh, okay. And then he, he, he plays. He, he wins. And he yeah. wins. I've won every wins. game with Travis. Yeah. yeah. He's maybe, like, maybe he said won. that makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Good. It should. Oh. So I was watching uh, Bellular News, and they talk about they're highly into the Blizzard franchises. Yeah. And um, they were bringing up how people were talking about that if they get a battle pass, it's going to change the way people are going to play Overwatch because the battle pass is focused on you need to complete your dailies of playing so many matches or getting so many kills with blah, 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 which I haven't looked at the battle pass or what the dailies are or whatever. But now it's going to be more focused on everyone's trying to get their stuff done. So it's, it's all about me. It's not about the team. When before it was all about the team, it was all about yeah, trying to work you, together. Can I have an experience that. yet? I don't know because I was playing the the role queue, role play queue. So that probably um, helps yeah. significantly. But I can see how that could change this game completely for especially just us. Yeah, I noticed that with, I noticed that a little bit with Rocket League. People trying to accomplish their weeklies and dailies, you'll see people focus in on a certain task to yeah. do. But I don't, I don't know. I don't like, think it's, it's going like, to be that noticeable. Play this character who I don't like and I not really good at. Is it that? I, is it that detailed though? I don't know. Daily though, or just like get this many kills. What I saw last night, it was it seemed broader, but I didn't look too deep. I was looking at dailies and <laughs> weeklies, and they were. They were like, you know, play 10 matches on this this thing or do this much healing or whatever. So they, they kind of led you into like being a healer or being a tank or whatever. But there wasn't anything like like mm. play Junker Queen five times or something. Yeah, I don't like know. That. It's just me. I don't really focus in on dailies at all. Yeah. Right. So like so many games have them now or weeklies or whatever. I just I play the game and just move on. But you you are correct. I can see people if it is not as broad and it's just like detailed very detailed. I can see people just focusing in on that. Yeah, and that changes the game completely. Yeah, but it's yet to be seen. Who knows how it's going to pan out? But there's something to be worried about and keep an eye on. I will say that they. I was reading an article here on Game Ran, and it looks like like they're saying that the rewards that you get from completing challenges is very low and not high enough because the normal skin unlock costs 300 Overwatch coins, so it would take players a month's worth of coins to unlock. Because like you're getting like for the first daily you complete or the first one of the things you get first challenge you complete is thirty the next challenge it unlocks is only twenty coins the next one after that is only ten coins so like it like gives you less coins for doing more stuff which is odd that it, it works that way so they're it sounds like they're probably going to do some changes to the challenges but um, right now it does feel slow moving up to battle pass I mean I played I don't know I probably played two or three four hours or probably three hours. And I've just hit Battle Pass rank two in like three or four hours of gameplay, which really? I was surprised. Yeah. Wow. I'm already at rank three. Are you really? I've only played like four matches. Are you sure you're rank three? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Well, I only hit two. Hmm. I was doing good too. I was kicking ass. I kicked ass, man. I don't know about you. I'm yeah. excited to play it. Yeah. Let's just end this now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's home. just go play. Right, play. Cool. Um, yeah. So there you go. Overwatch 2, everybody. It's out. Not a huge difference, but it's still it's still fun, and it's exciting that we're getting back in the game. I'm not by no means saying like there's no really they shouldn't play it because it's free to play. Yeah, um, might as well jump in, you know, see what you think about it. There's a ton Can of characters to choose from. 
paying for this and then you're in, stuck in a queue for that long? <laughs> <laughs> Can hey, you that was New World. I swear. That yeah, was dude. New yeah, World. Yeah, we paid for New World. Yeah, you paid for New World. Yeah. Okay, oh, I'm just shit. about to be Battle Pass. Oh, wait, no, I did get Battle I, I'm on Battle Pass 3 right now. Oh, nice. Okay. So that was That's only cool. four matches. I'll, I'll play it. With four matches? It's shit. free. I'm, I'll play it for a little bit until these guys find something else and, that I can't play with them. Yeah. So. It's well, free. The good, well, the good thing is, like, literally, if you jump in our Discord, like, yeah, there's uh, always Adam and Josh and like David and but stuff like Adam, that are all playing. Josh it. and Nick, they're so good at games that when I play with them, I feel like a goddamn handicap the whole they're not, time. They're, they're actually not. They actually they were playing not as well uh, this last night. We lost like every match we played. Really? Usually when I play with them, we like win every match because oh, I'm like okay. they're carrying yeah. me usually, but it like wasn't like, happening. But you carried them. <laughs> like we're supposed to stream. <laughs> no, we're supposed to stream tonight, uh, Project Winner, and I'm kind of like hesitant on it because I'm like I feel like people are going to carry me in this game. Oh yeah, they're very good. Like, yeah, okay. or they're just gonna backstab you because that's no, the probably game, so. You know? Yeah, um, they'll take it like because I'm, when we I'm played, very oblivious to stuff. Yeah, so they just like take advantage of my obliviousness. obliviousness. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh yeah, Brad, come on over here. You totally <laughs> trust me." Like Adam did that to me a couple times. He like was like, "Hey man, like let's let's work together. We'll go find stuff." I, and I, he he moves me into like this dark alley and just like slap like kills me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or Jesus. I guess I guess a better example is whenever we play Splitgate and I was on one of their teams and like they're wrecking shit and I'm doing my best. But I keep fucking dying. I'm like, man, they are just carrying me. I can feel it. I can hear it in the voice. But they don't want to say anything because I'm a lot bigger than them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm don't joking. piss him off. I'm joking. But yeah, that's funny. That's hilarious. Anyways, what's cool. the next game? All right. Next game. I'm just going to briefly talk about this. I oh, started a new God, game on my Steam Deck time it. because, oh, by the way, <laughs> Overwatch 2, we were playing on PC, respectively. So yes. that's where me and Austin played. I yes. will play it on the PS5 Jason tonight on PS5. or later on this week and give my review, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I downloaded Oxenfree because I've had this game forever nice. and I haven't ever played it. And I was like, what am I going to play on my Steam Deck after like basically beating Cult of the Lamb and beating Neon White and stuff like that? I was like, I need another game that's like Steam Deck friendly. So I got Oxen Free. Man, this game is so fucking good. Like, I forgot how I didn't write it, but I never forgot because I never played it. I didn't know how good it was. It's so interesting. Like, such a cool story. And like, I heard that like you have to play it multiple times in order to get the full story. Um, and it's supposed to be like four hours. I'm about three, two and a half, three hours in right now. So how you um, spell that? Oxen? O O X E N. O O X. No, no. O X E N. O X E N E N. And then three. Yeah, two? Two. No, okay. just for yeah, just just free. just free. Yeah, the second one hasn't come out yet. Um, oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> this one was cool because uh, the um, one of the people that we interviewed a while back at one of the conventions, Brittany Johnson, she played the voice of. Oh, uh, this looks like a game you would play. Oh yeah, totally is. Um, she does one of the voices in here, so I thought that was kind of cool. And then there mm. are other people that do some other voices that I haven't heard of them before, but they they do really really well. There's a lot of dialogue in here. Um, and a lot of interesting dialogue that you have to respond to quickly. But uh, it's fun. It's really good. Austin, you played this, right? I did. Did you beat uh, it? I was playing it on the Switch. Okay. Not a good thing to play on. Why? Didn't have any issues with gameplay, but you are so small like this. Oh, yeah. It's super tiny. Playing on the Switch. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, you have to kind of squeeze in a little looks bit. Looks like a Tim Burton world, right? Yeah. Very similar, bit, yeah. yeah. It's uh, got a unique art style. The sure. side-scroller freaking... Just Dialogue was okay. I feel like the the way that they spoke was just very methodical. But I mean, for the most part, I forgot what the story was about. I was enjoying it. I just so couldn't play this small anymore. Something with like radio frequencies, and there was like you yeah. come to this beach to like 
hang out and party and then you start hearing you have this like you can pull your radio and like two different frequencies and like lights start coming and then you start having things where time rewinds itself hmm. and you're like what the hell is happening right now and uh, people start getting displaced and moved around it's kind of a yeah, kind of a horror-ish game but not really horror but it's got like, like a lot little of nightmare yeah. style to it but not as not as cre- creepy creepy yeah but Subtle it definitely horror. is dark it's like a more of like a like a psychological thriller in a sense um, does your decisions like uh base the ending because you said there was multiple endings right Multiple endings. Uh, so the way you play this game, uh, you could totally lose characters at the very beginning of the game. Like, they just die. Um, you sometimes will go all the way with all the characters. Sometimes you'll go with a couple of the characters. Some yeah. characters will love you. Some characters will hate you based on your choices. There's apparently, in order to get the full story, you apparently have to play it like two or three times. And Jesus. Because of the uh, the dialogue is so different. And How long is the game? It's about three or four hours. Or about okay. four hours, probably. So, okay. Reasonable. Yeah. I'm about two and a half hours in, and I think I probably probably have another hour and a half left. Okay, but uh, it's really cool. I mean, I've been been definitely enjoying it. I think it was like twenty bucks or something like that when I originally bought. It. I think I may have got it on even a Steam sale or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, Austin's right, though it is small on a on a handheld, but yeah. it wasn't. It doesn't not work on a handheld. It's just you know there's some times where like you wish the characters were a little bit bigger. Okay, um, but it is very fun and cool. And this company also worked on uh, a game called, uh, what was the game that they brought out after us? Something Party. Uh, what was the other game, Austin? Help me remember. The other game Oxen Free did. I don't remember. Shit. Why don't you look up Oxen Free? I am. Oh. <laughs> Can't find the studio? After Party. That's what it was. After Party was the other game they brought out after Is this. Is that the one so where you're trying good. to hide dead bodies or something? Uh, it's one where you're trying to like make a deal with the devil. Give me that mask. I don't know if you're trying to hide dead bodies, but... Killing me. I don't need that. (laughs) Hey, that's my mouth. You need it. Anyway, so that's that. That's Oxen Free, everybody. Pretty fun. Good time. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. Austin, what else have you been playing besides Overwatch 2? You know, stuff. Destiny 2. No. Destiny 2? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Cutting this podcast (laughs) off. No, no, I've been playing... I jumped back in the new world because... Was there an update or something? Uh, well, they've just... been updating since, I mean, okay, so New World came out a year ago, mm-hmm. almost exactly. Has no, it been I a think year? It, I think it Shit. came out in October. Feels like So yeah, it's been ago. like a year, basically. And uh, I think it came out the second week of September October. of 2021. Oh, well, even better. Um, 13 months so ago. So it's been, yeah, it's been over a year and it came out, it was made by Amazon Game Studios and we're playing on PC and when we first jumped into it, it was fun. I mean, it was great to be in a new MMO, RPG, new world, literally. And, you know, I got to play with y'all. We jumped y'all? in on launch. Not you. <laughs> y'all asterisk. Mine's Jason. <laughs> and it was really fun. We got really far. I got to level 47, my last character. Yeah. And um, I don't know how far you got, Brett. I think I got to like mid-30s. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we put a lot of time into it. And then to come to find out, um, obviously there were issues with the game, things need to be fixed and updated. But the main thing was that really threw me out of this game mm-hmm. was the economy. And Travis found oh, out that's right. early on talking about it, that he got a house and he had to pay upkeep on it. But then pay turns taxes. out, yeah, it's like the real world <laughs> come, come to find out the in game was all screwed up because 
a lot of the items that you would normally sell, like in World of Warcraft, which I really like the economy in that game, it um, it was broken. Everything was super cheap. Like even high level items were super cheap. And high level items is kind of like, I mean, I can't really say like high level items. Like I feel like there's a an obvious progression from each level to the next, and the weapons kind of like follow you that way. It's not mm-hmm. like oh, I'm in a dungeon and I find this really badass weapon. It's like really going to take me to the next level. I never felt that in that game. But you can find weapons in the world and you can sell them on the marketplace and make some money. But um, yeah, all broken. Come back into it. Travis is like, dude, I, I want to play New World again. They fixed it and da, da, da. I saw this video. So I got really pumped. Jump back into it. Start a new character on a new server. And uh, I've been enjoying it. I felt like Right off the bat, the one thing you notice is you're leveling up super quick. And they make the quests a lot easier to um, to actually complete. I don't know if you can remember, Brett, but when you're going to find like chests and stuff, like usually they don't have it marked on the screen, right? Like it's like go to this area, this farm, and collect five chests. Yeah. So you go and you you go and you collect it. But now you go in there and they're all marked. Like all the chests where they're located are marked. So like really helps you. How are they marked? Like do they, it's just There's like a little icon, icon on the yeah. okay. It's a little diamond shape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it used to be, you just had to look for the glow of the, right. uh, the object or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I made that a little easier. And on top of that, some of the quests was like, Hey, go collect this one thing in this area. That's the only thing there. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go get it. And I collect it. Well, one of the, now the missions have a bunch of things scattered throughout and you can go, like, one of them was, like, find these things under these vines. So you had to go to multiple locations in the area and knock down vines until you found what you were looking for. Yeah. Which I thought was a good change of pace. It's not just like, oh, A, travel this place, B, get the thing, C, come back. Hmm. Now it's like, I actually have to search for stuff. So they make okay. you do more work. Make, yeah, more make you do more work. So it's not just, like, straightforward, which I appreciate, because it gets very monotonous where it's like, okay, okay, I'm back. Give me my, give me my XP. Yeah. And so I, I really like that. Um, Do they still have it where, like, as you gather quests and stuff like that, they still kind of, I feel like they kind of, like, showed up in the same area. Like, if you bought one, if you got them from, like, a town, it's like you kind of go to the same region. Yeah, but, it's like, all in the same region. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the main gripes I've had was when you do a town quest in order to rank the town up, so you get XP and the town gets more, can, can uh, grow and get bigger and better buildings and places to to work and craft. Um, it's like, hey, go find turkeys or go find rabbits. And so you have to go to the world and like, okay, where did I find, what have I, where have I seen rabbits? Where have I seen turkeys? And it was really like this massive hunt yeah. to go find these things, which is really annoying. And they got really, like, there's a lot of these quests. But now on your mini map, I think as you are skinning, your tr- it says your skinning and tracking start to rise or something like that. And it allows you to see these animals in a certain vicinity on the mini map at the top. That was okay. our, that was in the game before, was it? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember seeing. I that. was gonna tell. Yeah, you have to you have to level up certain levels, and then it, you start with the first level like milestone is uh, like I think it was like twenty five or something like that, and you unlock small animals you can see on the mini map, and mm. then it goes to medium sized animals, and then large <laughs> animals. I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. Never so, so saw that. With every action you do, whether it be skinning, whether it be cutting down trees or whatever, it, uh, and leveling up that skill enables you to do more. So, like with trees, you know, it like lets you be able to do 
for small trees and then medium sized trees and then you can right, actually cut right. down the big huge trees. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was there. Yeah. Do you see mining like mining ore on the map? Yeah. Yeah. You can? Yep. Dude. Just doing more of it. But the <laughs> How problem was I level forty seven and never the, saw well, any of this? Well that's the thing. It's like if you weren't doing those tasks on a rep- repetition, oh, it took forever to level those things up. So maybe they've so a lot of people what they did like like Josh, for example, like he leveled up to sixty real fast. But then when it's used at sixty, like all of his like like skills were right. like level like ten or twenty. Yeah. But it, it goes from like I think it was twenty five to fifty to seventy five to a hundred. Mm. And the gap from twenty five to fifty is so big. Like it takes forever. Especially when you're doing like crafting, because like eventually like you have to level up your crafting ability in order to be able to craft more stuff. Right. Right. And that can like I mean, there was a point where I was just like, okay, I just have to sit here and literally craft this freaking hammer a billion times in order to level it up enough to where yeah. I can then craft the more things that I want to craft. And it got very, very grindy. But yeah, that was that was that was a feature that was there. It just took a lot a while. Yeah. So I'm mm. curious if they made that faster. Yeah, it must have bumped it down some. Because no. I do not remember that feature at all. Yeah. And I skinned everything. Like I was trying to skin as much as I could. Yeah. Um actually I'm gonna pull up New World right now on my computer to see uh where my save, skills are at. at. I mean the game looks good. It looks fun. Uh Planning on getting a PC probably next month time frame. Nice. It might be one of the games I'll get. Yes. But, uh, I don't know. I, I just I, I was watching Travis play it and he went through one area and uh, he killed all these enemies. Went and he was trying to find like the main boss in that area. By the time he turned back around, the the enemies respawn like super quick. And I hate that so much. Is, does do you guys not find that annoying? Yeah, like hundred percent. Uh, not so. I much. mean, I, I get why because it, it's a constant. People are always going in and playing, you know, but I, I'm just like... It happens way too fast for me. It happens way fast. It's yeah. just like seconds. Some some places, yes. I feel like Other I have places, to be... No. I feel like I'm rushed if, I, if, if I'm trying to accomplish something. I feel like yeah. I'm going to feel rushed to get through it and accomplish what I well, need to accomplish the, and get the fuck out of there real yeah. quick. So, for better or worse, a lot of these places, you can just run right through them. And you might yeah, get I hit a few that. times, yeah. but it's like, okay, I completed my quest... I don't have to fight these guys again. I'm just I'm just running out of here. That's I mean, that's true. how I do yeah. it. Okay. So, in the map that you're in now, do you feel like? Because I remember when we were playing, uh, one of the big pieces was the economic, or not the economic, the territory control. Is it? And then eventually, our game got down to the point where, like, our I guess our people that were managing shit just like fell through, and then it just got taken over by one faction. Yeah. And then it was all overrun. Is it more contained or more well distributed in the mat in the server you're in? Or is um, like one group like kind of own all the shit? Last I checked, one group owned everything. Let me let me take is a look. Is it your right group? Now. No. Are you still covenant? I'm still covenant. Okay. How do I zoom out? There That's is. the thing that kind of bothers me too, is like the the like if your teams aren't playing on a regular basis, then you know, you don't get any perks. Because like Whenever your faction like owns a territory, when you go buy and sell and craft in that area, yeah, no, I get that. There's a, there's a, yeah, yeah. and it's like if your team, if your team doesn't like own that area, then it just, it just sucks. Yeah, it's like a major blow. So So it looks like it's pretty decently distributed. Covenant has some. The uh, what's Covenant? Syndicate has some. More Syndicate. What's the other party? Or Syndicate. Uh, I forget. Or Syndicate. <laughs> okay, apparently it's Syndicate and the Covenant. I don't I see the other colors. guys. There's a green, yeah. there's a yellow, and there's a purple. The colors don't pop up like they used to. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. 
I wonder if the other people just got kicked out and they haven't come back yet. Maybe. Maybe. But I haven't got that far to even care about these battles, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. I just care about the, the 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 buffs you get in the territories. Oh. Because you know, like if um, you like if your first territory you land in, like you're doing all your grinding and stuff in. If like your team doesn't own that, you don't get your you don't get your fast travel bonus. You don't get your any of that stuff from not owning that territory. It's more expensive to sell stuff. It's more expensive to buy stuff. I haven't kept up with. I I just don't care about who controls what, honestly. So no. I haven't even watched that. So maybe I, I've progressed pretty far. I feel like that's like the big change here. Everything seems quicker. Yeah. And I don't know. I had never got to end game in the first place. Apparently, obviously end game is broken, but I've heard that end game has been fixed at this point. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But to go back to my other things, tracking and skinning, I'm level 40 right now. Okay. So, so what does it say on there for your next, next upgrade? It should tell you like what 50 next... is medium prey. Okay. Hmm. So, so level twenty five yeah. was small prey. So see, that's such a long like grind, you know, because yeah. like small prey, you're just getting your you're getting your rabbits. But I'm I'm only level twenty two. I'm almost level 50, 40. I'm already level forty. Well, shit, skinning yeah. and tracking. So that well, sounds like a they very grindy game. I don't know why I don't remember actually seeing any of that when I was playing the first time. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Well, cool. New world. Yeah. New I think it's worth jumping into. The only caveat is. Yeah, you can quest with people and stuff, but um, a lot of the things like you can do on your own for the most part. Like yeah. I know you can group up and be like, "Hey, Let's, I gotta go over here, and you do too." But we might have like different quests. Well, that's what sucks about it because I I I don't like playing this game by myself. Yeah, I'd rather play with people. And like when y'all everybody dropped off, I was like, "Well." I'm done. I'm all <laughs> yeah. by myself. Yeah. It just, it's nice to have a team to go in there and like take down bad guys with. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. And oh, yeah. Raiding, you but, obviously have to have a yeah. team. Yeah. The raids are cool. Or the dungeons. The raids stuff, are fun. So. Like Dr. Pinto, he was like, he got it like two weeks after we did or something. And yeah. he just like, boom, level 60. Yeah, so he's just leveling up fast. Like, bro, how did you do that so fast? I'm over here grinding away. Yeah. I'm looking at my other character right now to see where I'm at yeah. on my trade skills. Cool. Well, next game. Gah! 119. Jason. Oh, yes. So, Visage. <laughs> Visage. So um, I kind of finally started getting into the horror game because of uh, of uh, my roommate Travis now. But um, it, I decided to play this game and stream it because I thought it was a good idea. Um, I thought it was a good idea. And then our internet went to shit. But the game itself is very challenging in my uh, in my eyes. It's almost like a giant escape room, and you have to search everything. But the game is based like it opens up with uh, uh, you having a revolver, and you kill. I'm assuming your family, and you just pop them all in the head, and then pop yourself, and then it opens up to you're in this house, and if you stay in the darkness too long as you're exploring your uh, sanity goes crazy. So I didn't get that far into the game. I am intrigued enough where I, I'm thinking about like downloading it on my PlayStation and playing it. Uh, we played it on the PC. I uh, borrowed uh, Travis's computer to play it. But it got to a point where we were struggling so much that we had to look up a strategy guide on like what to do next. Because I was stuck at a one point for what? Like a good 15, well, going around 20 minutes. And- yeah. One of the things we realize is like you start exploring the whole entire house and certain things don't happen until you do a thing. So like you have to yeah. like there's triggers basically that allows the the house to evolve essentially. Yeah. Um, and we didn't realize like it wasn't clear that there was 
basically a trigger that we were missing. Yeah, and, and and like those triggers are everywhere in the house that you have to like you have to like no crap. I have to do this in order to trig to progress the storyline. And it like took us forever to figure out. I was constantly going up and down the stairs nonstop. And then finally Brett's like frigate. And he looked up like a strategy for me. I heard you telling him. Yeah. Stop looking up stuff. <laughs> well, because the chat great. was like screaming at us like, hey, don't don't be looking up stuff. But I mean, it's just there's like so much stuff you can pick up. You can open up so many drawers and there's just shit in there that's like useless. You know Travis what I mean? It's like open up every drawer. Yeah. And I'm opening up every drawer. And I thought I could uh, I was playing it with the controller on the PC, but it didn't give me like how to actually interact with stuff uh, like um, game mechanics on, uh, or buttons, which ones to hit. So that was annoying. I was about to switch back over to uh, mouse and keyboard. But uh, after a while, it just, and then like once we triggered something, it, it got scary quick. And I'm like, shit, I don't know what I'm going to do here. And like there's this point where uh, I was about to walk down the stairs and there's someone standing there. And I'm like, I, I don't want to go down there. Oh, but was? yeah, go? Go so uh, you want me to go back? Okay, hold I on a second. I oh. just clicked the thing. Oh, it. go back, go back. Okay, so like I, I was in the master bedroom. We triggered something. I, I found something finally, and then I was about to walk down the stairs. Nothing's happening, and I'm like, "Duh, fuck!" And I'm like, "Okay, okay, hold up." And Brett's like, "Just go follow him." And the chat's like screaming, "No, go back to the basement. Go back to the basement." And I'm like, "I feel like I have to follow him." So I kind of I forced myself to like to man up and start following him, but uh, it, it's just like it's it throws me off in certain moments because when you're exploring, nothing's happening until you find that one thing and then it triggers it. So when nothing's happening for a while, you're not afraid. You're like, okay, I can do this, I can do that, I can just run around and do whatever. Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I saw, I just didn't want to, didn't want to see him. Yeah, there was a point where he was like, going, we, we kept yelling, like, go, go up to him, go up to him. He's like, no, I don't want to go up to him. I can't do it. Yeah. And it was, it was a lot of back and forth, but it was interesting though. It's like, cause if you hadn't, like, there was literally like until you went into the parents' bedroom and then came back out, that person would not have shown up in the yep. game. You could have explored the entire house and that never happened until you made the point of going in the bedroom and coming back out. So there's like like environmental triggers throughout the entire game that are required at certain points in order to push the story forward. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't get to a point where my sanity went uh, went off or went crazy because yeah. I was constantly hiding in the light because I was just like, I don't want it to go off because I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm kind of regretting that decision at this moment because I kind of wish I did to see what would happen. See your reaction? Yeah, well, my reaction... And uh, I don't know. It's it's an interesting game. The storyline. I, I don't know what's happening, but that that's what like kind of hooked me, and I kind of want to just keep going. But then, like when we were streaming this, everything went to shit because our internet went out, and I was just like, God dang it, screw it. We'll play the backrooms nineteen ninety eight, and uh, that game alone is it makes me sweat. Um, this one didn't as badly it was still scary but i thought they will have more moments of uh of horror i mean it was still scary but nothing compared to um because i just recently played madison and that's gonna premiere on the puppeteer premiere of that gameplay and i'm planning on continuing that one but uh this one wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna 
speed, but I think I had to get further in. But the issue, like Brett said, you have to trigger something in order for something else to happen. And I felt like they didn't guide me enough to figure that out. So I think you're about to get to a point where you were you were going to be chased and you had to like defend yourself and like like oh. go do certain things from that. But we stopped before we got to that point. Yeah, but that I was would, the next big like. Set oh, piece that was. Yeah. I to be honest, I Hence might the sledgehammer that you got. Oh, so I might I might actually go back to this, but I might play it on my PlayStation Five and stream it on the Inner Gamer at some point. It's just uh, streaming it with a controller on the um, um, on the PC didn't work out as well as I was hoping because of a lot of the mechanics of opening the door. You had to grab the door and move your joystick over. And I can imagine it's the same on the PlayStation, but I can imagine that they're going to actually tell me how to play it instead of me trying to figure it out. Yeah. Because with the mouse and keyboard, I was uh, Madison was the same issue where you had to grab the mouse and like drag it over to open. And I got used to that yeah. really quick. But uh, this game was it, it was um, the storyline's intriguing, and I think that's what like really hooked me into it, and I wanted to keep going. But the issue is just the pacing of the game is just like slowly discovering things and it just it bugged the hell out of me and i honestly think the guide was like super necessary i think it made the the game way more exciting that there wasn't a lot of lulls and like running around trying to find stuff yeah but it was still like you were there was this sense of discovery and like creepiness and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that um because there's a lot of really interesting creepy stuff in this game and there's a lot of interesting like like dynamic puzzles too that are pretty cool um, I think it's good. It's just like it's it's more complex than it was expected. Yeah, it was a lot more complex than I was expecting. But it's a good game. Uh, if you're if you're a fan of uh, psychology, psycho horror, psychological psychological thrillers, thrillers, I think this is the game for you. And I was playing on the PC. I am planning on getting it on the PlayStation Five and possibly stream it sometime this month. Maybe complete it. And uh, damn, yeah. So, well, <clears throat> well there you have it, folks. Looks like a game. Yeah. That's our gameplay of the week. Woo! And that's going to wrap it up for this segment. Don't forget, we stream on Twitch each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Come watch us get scared in the month of October. You can join <laughs> the fun at twitch.tv slash gamercast and make sure you follow us to get a notification when we go live. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for our video game news. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. It is time for video game news. In this segment, we share the he- best headlines in the week in the gaming industry. If you find something you want to hear us talk about, you can send it to hello at theinnergamer.net, and we may discuss it on our next episode. All right. First up, we have the hot takes hot of the week. These are going to be The Last of Us TV show gets its first full trailer where we can actually see gotcha. what the characters look like. Oh, my gosh. Did Pretty we see it last time? Uh no well I mean like the characters I mean like the the other characters like the hot other characters and the hot takes yeah <laughs> what cool what are you talking about <laughs> The Last of Us oh, okay trailer. <laughs> yes um, it gave Cheers. us more full story and views of everything that's happening in the Last of Us it looks pretty cool um, Stadia is officially closing down completely and nice. they are refunding all of their customers has it not yet no. Oh, wow. I know, right? I thought, it, I thought yeah. it closed down already. It closes in January, and all hardware and software purchases are to be refunded, which is crazy. Uh, so all the money that they made off of that, they're just going to give back. Wow. Oh, cool. And guess what? The devs found out same day. 
Yeah. You're making know, games for was... like what kind of shitty thing is that? That's crazy. Kind of sucks. And last but not least, this is an unfortunate blow, but Killer Queen Black is going offline entirely oh. on November 30th. Wait. What? Killer Queen Black. Which one's that's that? That's one? the Switch game that we that's played. What we played. Oh, and yeah. The, that's what I thought. I didn't know it was on. It was well, it's Switch. online. Technically, you can do online oh. matches. Yeah. That doesn't seem fun. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why they're okay. trying to get down, I yeah, guess. No, they I'm sorry. Uh, they they bought they had a, a deal with the servers with Amazon GameSparks, and uh, that's Amazon shutting down that service. Okay, so they got an extension, and uh, unfortunately, they're just not going to be able to do anything with it to find it. They might find a new provider, but probably not. So, if you play that game online, which I know a lot of people do, uh, you will not be able to play this game online anymore until they find an alternative. So couch co-op. Couch yep, go couch go up all the way. So um, that means you have to come to our events if you want to play this game. That's right. When's November, our next event? November 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> come see us at Maple Branch Brewery. It's going to be great. Oh. And that's our hot takes. Hot takes. All right. First up on the news this week, Cyberpunk, CD Projekt Red, the company from Poland, my people. <laughs> uh, oh, they are <laughs> announcing all their new stuff that's coming up down the pipeline. They had a strategy presentation and they revealed their long-term product outlook on the future of everything. Huh. And they have a lot in the works. First up. Yeah, what is this? Uh, well, we have Project Sirius, which yeah. is a game that's going to be an innovative take on the series aimed at both veteran fans and people who knew the franchise. It's in pre-production, and it's being developed by the Flame and the Flood developer, which is a little indie game that was an that's indie game. That's a fucking cool name. Cool. Yeah, it is a really cool name. Uh, they have 60... 60 plus people involved in the creation of this game. So we don't know what it is, but it's being made by that development team in the Witcher universe. Then there's Project Polaris, which is a story-driven open-world RPG Mm -hmm. built on the legacy of The Witcher 3 with more than 150 people working on it. This game will be the start of a new Witcher trilogy aimed to be delivered within a six-year period following the Polaris release. So there will be Polaris-driven... It says you a Witcher it? trilogy. Yeah, you can drive Polaris. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a Witcher trilogy. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah, that might. Uh, yeah, so it might be like, I like three the Witcher games. Three. Yeah. Do you yeah. think it's gonna like Witcher four, five? It's just gonna be set in the Witcher universe, but it's not gonna be about uh, what's his name, right? Geralt. I mean, it could still be. I about hope him, he but. is a character in here, but I hope we play a new character. I kind of hope so too. I mean, I like, played Witcher, I think three. I didn't enjoy it myself, but I enjoyed the world, the world itself, and playing the game. Oh, it yeah. was fun, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. Too much stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. he, he could be the new. Yeah, but, I, but I can't yeah. say that about God of War is what you're saying. Okay, okay, I see how it is. What he said, Witcher three was his cup of tea. I wasn't going to bring up God of War at all on this <laughs> freaking podcast. But did you play all the Witcher? No, I didn't play it all. Oh. I didn't finish it. I thought about going back to it. I just couldn't get the hang of the combat system, and it was too much item management you know in my eyes it was oh not the item management the combat oh the combat yes i couldn't get the hang play of dark combat. souls uh no screw dark souls i mean you did i played elden ring okay basically the same thing yeah i know that's okay. why i returned that game <laughs> hey you never asked me to play <laughs> oh oh you talking about playing with you yeah well yeah, no yeah. well that too but i felt like uh the witcher and elden ring souls are games are like similar ish yeah Obviously, it's a lot more like dynamic and yeah, and Souls I, games. No, I, I don't like it. I don't enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy the the gameplay of it. Like if it was kind of like Ghost of Tsushima, because that gameplay is kind of easy to get the hang of. Yeah, buddy. But uh, yeah, it's just something about it's that a standard. And, yeah, game. And to me, Tsushima. I thought, it, yeah, 
Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, cool. I well, I, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like derail <clears throat> this all. No, I want to. I want to dive into more. I just felt like it was. Uh, you know. It was. I want to say straightforward, but obviously not. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's similar. I mean, you would like attack, you block, yeah. you dodge, you use your magic. I just for some reason I don't, or, uh, I don't know if it's just. I don't know. Multiple it, enemies. It, it didn't feel fluid to me enough. I probably need to revisit it, and I probably will when they they start dropping more stuff for The Witcher. I'll probably re-download it. It's still in my play library, and I thought about playing it again, but there's so many games coming out at the moment. You and, should remaster uh, this. Oh, I agree. I think a remaster would do. Great, I'd buy it again too. Yeah, oh but, yeah. And, and then did you I like just, it? I didn't play it. I, well, when I got uh-huh. into it, I, I I was worried. I started playing it, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. But I knew that it was like a sixty-hour game to beat. Yeah, and then I was just like, no, I'm not gonna try it now. I just, I just it wasn't the right time. I so. felt almost overwhelmed with how much stuff I could do in the game. You know right. what I mean? And then I played Valhalla, which is basically kind of the same thing, a little bit lighter, but there's, it, the world is still massive. There's still like a lot of shit to do. So since I beat that game and put in however many hours, I think I can go back to The Witcher yeah. and do this. And I think another thing I didn't like is the armor breaking and you having to repair it all the time. Oh, that, the armor breaks? Yeah. Damn. Okay, From what yeah, I remember, I right? Either. I don't remember actually. Yeah, I think the armor breaks. You have to repair it. And I'm like, oh, it's always like, even if it's, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you have to get even if it's kits. like three, like three percent down. I'm like, oh, I need to repair it because it bothers, <laughs> it bothers the fuck out of me. I'm pretty sure you can go to the Smith and they'll repair it for you. Yeah, but still, I can't have to like get hit once and keep going to the Smith. Be like, repair it, repair it, repair oh, you it. You can wait till it gets lower. I don't want to though. <laughs> Because there's going to be an instance well, that's where a personal I'm like, problem. that's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. I mean, I so agree it's with a that, personal. Though. It gives you anxiety. You're yeah, like, oh, it gives me gosh, like, it like, works look, me up. You can it's not wait till it's like 15%. Like, you're going to go to it. Look, you got to go out to a quest and I you got a quest and you got to come back to the city and turn in the quest. The thing about it, you're like driving me, your electric man. car down the road and you're in the middle of nowhere and then you're at what 15%. You're going to be flipping the fuck out. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm about to be stranded out here. That's why you. Think ahead. Oh, wait, about to go on a quest. I'm at like 25%. It's probably get my gear repaired. It's too much work, man. All right, guys. It's just whatever. Y'all are just <laughs> no, I know. horrible I, gamers. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate what they're doing. It's just, it bothers me. It didn't even bother me in Assassin's Creed 2. Uh, not 2. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, where your armor gets damaged and you have to go repair it. That bugged the shit out of me, and it was the easiest thing to do, you know? It was easy to tell where it was at, but with this one, it just it gives me a percentage bar, and I'm like, I don't like that. I'm at 85%. I don't want to do anything. And then <laughs> gathering resources to fix it and money, and I'm just like, it's a never-ending cycle, and I'm just like, oh, it's just too much in this game. It's an RPG, man. Yeah, I, know, I, know. Say he, I, I think Jason and I are similar in that we're, we're more like action-adventure game people and yes. less RPG people, you know? Uh-oh. So like Skyrim and Zelda. And How are you going like to say that, that Brett? <laughs> what? How are you going to say that? Why? God of War is action adventure. <laughs> I know. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. No, but no, I that's do a agree good with you on that. Yeah, that's a good game. Um, so, <laughs> but you haven't beat it. <laughs> no. And we're three weeks out from Ragnarok. You know what else I haven't beat? Cyberpunk 2077. Super Mario Odyssey. Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Control. That's a lot of games I haven't beat, bro. I just got... I, I, there's time and place... And the time and place is not now to talk about this. It's to talk about <laughs> wait, wait, but no, Tra- Travis also didn't like The Witcher as much, and I was surprised because it still had that very open. Yeah, I was surprised about that too because you love Dragon world, Age too. Like it's Sky- uh, Skyrim is very much like that. Like yeah, a lot figured, to explore. He didn't, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. 
See? I don't know why. He played it several times and like tried to get back into it. Yeah. I think one time he was like, yeah, it's actually really fun. Then he just fell off of it. Fell off of it. And that's like, what I feel it. like would, if I go back to it, that's what's going to happen with me because that's what happened the first time. I was super excited to play it. I jumped into it, played a couple hours of it. And I'm just like... The pacing's not where it should okay. be in this current time. Yeah. Pacing has changed. Yeah. But I'm yeah. excited to see what they bring us and I no, hope we get to yes. follow Siri a little more. Yeah, I'm 100% excited for them to explore this world more, but I kind of wish they would venture off onto... Same world, but we need Gotham maybe different Knights. Witchers. We need Gotham Knights Witcher. Gotham yeah. Knights Witcher. Well, we so don't know also, how that one's going to play out. They're also working on Project Canis Majoris, which is another story-driven single-player open-world RPG in the Witcher universe, but it's mm. being led by a third-party studio with ex-Witcher veterans. So they're working on two major directions of the open-world RPG formula for the Witcher franchise, which is crazy. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. So not only that, they're working on Project Orion. This is a Cyberpunk 2077 sequel set in the universe created by Mike Pondsmith following the release of the Phantom Liberty expansion. A sequel? Uh, Already? Yeah. Yep, buddy. The game's just now kind of Don't working. worry, it'll be eight years. <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, um, small so, tangent. But yeah. Anyway, watch... Uh, What's the cyberpunk show that came out? Edge Runners. Edge Runners. Runners. Yeah. Did you, did you no. watch it? I, I heard uh, it was really good, though. I got through the first episode. I got through the second episode. Yeah. And I still want to watch it, and it's really good. I, I need to finish it. But everyone's like, this saved cyberpunk. How? But the last time I went to play cyberpunk, even without the Edge Runner thing, I was like, I just, I got about five hours in, and I was like, I'm done with this. Did you play patch 1.6? Sure. It came out like two weeks ago. Then no, I did not. Yeah. That's the one that came out alongside Edge Runners, and that's what's like brought the resurgence. Brought the I think, right, right. Because they've like drastically changed like a lot of like they've like redid a whole systems in this now. Um, like the cop system is completely redesigned. The um, the the people system is completely redesigned. They've added even more performance enhancements and stuff like that. It's supposed to be like really really solid now. Hmm. But because I, I went in list. after you did, I think with I think it was one point four. And that was like supposed to be like this big, huge change. And it was a big, huge change, but still wasn't enough. I mean, even what you just said, it doesn't seem like enough. Okay, it'd be great. Like that stuff is great improvements and it probably make the experience a little more enjoyable. But I don't see how it would actually like I feel like the pacing of the story is not the best. It's not as much the graphics and stuff for you. It's more just like like the the story is not good for you. Yeah, the story is not the best and the characters are mostly okay. I mean, it probably doesn't help that I've played this like two or three times the broken part up that pieces I, yeah. and stuff yeah i'm just like i just don't see how this is any that changes anything like i go into the to the menu to to look at my perks and stuff and like do all that and you know back in the day they were like well the perk system's kind of messed up like some of these things like aren't even worth getting because they really don't do much like you get these certain perks and it's like okay you're just like op and like these are the only things that actually matter and affect the gameplay so maybe some of that has changed but when i go in there i'm just like you really can't be one thing because the gameplay doesn't allow or doesn't favor like mixing, matching, or being one certain thing. Like, yeah, you, you know. can't be like a melee attack person because you still need to have guns on an occasion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They did do re- they did do a big upgrade to the uh, the perk system because the last time I went in there, like my perks were all wiped. I had to re reallocate everybody mm-hmm. or everything and. Uh, it was it took a little while because I was like, "Shit, I got to figure out what all this stuff means again, and like figure out what my build was right, and all that yeah. stuff." But once I got in there, I was like, "Okay, you know, this is actually better because there's definitely they took out a bunch of fluff, which was nice." But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed the story quite a bit. Um, not like 
I'm like over the edge with it, but it's more, I think the world that I enjoyed than it was like the story. And some of the side missions were really cool. They were, they were pretty entertaining. Um, but, uh, I want to, I do want to finish it cause it's, it was, it was an interesting, unlike anything I've experienced before, I guess. Like give me the edge runner story and I would be yeah. super excited to play the game. And just yeah. like God of War, like the story is so good. Like I just naturally want to figure, like find out more about yeah what's happening. The world yeah, isn't that crazy. It's it like you. yeah, the anime like brought you more into yeah. it than the other one. It's a great story. Yeah. Uh, so last thing they're doing is a brand new IP that is unlike anything they've done before. Not Cyberpunk. Not The Witcher. Hundred percent internal development, and it's called Codename Project Hadar. Don't Hadar. Know yep. Hadar. Hadar. Don't know when it's coming out, but. Also, due to the success of their Edge Runner series, they are looking to do more TV, uh, TV media stuff uh, in TV and film. So that's cool too. So Hadar is defined as a first magnitude star in the constellation Centaurus. Ooh, Ooh. space travel, baby, or is a centaur? I like that space traveling centaurs. Yes. Oh, cool. Yep. All right. Next up. Need for Speed is back, baby. I don't know why. Who's excited about this? about this? Who's excited about this? Brett's excited about this. That's why oh, we're talking yeah. about this. Oh, you, Brett. I don't even have it pulled up. I don't care. It's okay. <laughs> Need for Speed Unbound has Not been revealed. It, it was rumored. Long rumored that rumored. Rumored. Long rumored that they were working on a new Need for Speed game. Suddenly they announced it. They revealed it. And it's very, very different. This is the latest chapter in the series that's coming out on PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC this December, actually, surprisingly. Wow. Um, it's from the, the Criterion, who uh, y'all may know as the creators of the Burnouts franchise back in the day. Um, so they've been working with EA for a long time. It's going to be on the Frostbed engine, delivering 4K 60 frames per second in a free-roaming world called Lakeshore. Um, yes. Lakeshore. So... They uh, gave us a look at the new art style. It's very, uh, what did you say, Austin? Into the Spider-Verse vibe kind of look. Yeah, Miles yeah. Morales. Miles Morales look. I think that was pretty accurate. Um, definitely has like kind of a comic booky look look and feel to it. Um, but it has a little bit of like a, hey, let's do a throwback to like Underground. Yeah. NFS Underground. I think really that like one fun. was the best one everyone oh, loves yeah. talking about. Oh, is yeah. Underground. It was amazing. Um, so this one's got a lot of new visuals. It's going to have obviously some kind of story. The, uh, the car wraps and stuff like that look amazing. ASAP Rocky is like leading the charge as mm -hmm. the, uh, the character in the, in the game here. I don't know how I he's like going to be incorporated, but animation stuff. I kind of wish they would keep it like whenever they did a boost or something, you saw game. like yeah. the, the cartoon animation. I kind of wish they would keep it in the game. I don't know yeah. if it was just for the trailer. To me, I think it is in the game because all the characters are all that Spidey-verse style. I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's different. Oh, yeah, it definitely Ish. is. Well, I mean, it's like they're Ish. setting themselves apart Ish. from, like, <laughs> the crew, to, for example, is, like, this game that it's this open-world game, but it just felt bad. I mean, the driving was bad in that game. Yeah. Forza is the one that, like, definitely stands out amongst itself, and I think this is a way to, like, EA's not, like, we don't need to do another, like, open-world game that's, like, Forza, we need to do something that's very, very unique and has this like personality. Yeah. And this like underground street scene obviously has a personality that's very different. Well, maybe this will be Forza, unique so. enough for it to be like good. I hope so. I, I hope so. 
Cops are back. I saw that they had the cops in there, so yep. everybody always loves Need for Speed with like cop chases and stuff like that. So that's returning, but I just can't wait to get my hands on it and uh, and play a hopefully a a good, unique, exciting <sighs> one for once. I need to bring out bring back Burnout. I don't care about the other. Do they try? There was a, co- a company that or the people former devs made a game called I think Crash Zone or something like that. Um, didn't but work. It out. was so bad. <laughs> it was Dang. so buggy. It was so embarrassing. It's um, terrible. So yeah, very Why? sad. Why? I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, Super Mario Brothers. It's me, Mario. Oh, no. Uh, that's that's <laughs> oh, the no. wrong voice, actually. Uh, yeah, should, why? Why? Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, that Chris could Pratt be good. Voice. It's me, uh, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's pretty uh, good, too. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, we finally saw the reveal of the Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. We saw Bowser... Played by Jack Black. Yes. We got to hear a little, little taste of the voice of Chris Pratt as Mario. We got to see Mario's character. I saw a lot of people making fun of his costume. Um, just making be- fun of his costume? Why? I mean, they, they, were like his, like- they were like his butt's flat. Oh, yeah. And his like, butt is flat. Yeah. Mario has a thick booty. That's yeah. what they're worried about? <laughs> Have you seen Mario's booty? I thought we'd be more worried about the voice. And you got to look at Mario's butt. butt. Mario's booty's thick. I mean, yeah. I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. Thick. Yeah. <laughs> I got a poster. Like, it's kind of like the 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 uh, Sonic thing, you know. It's like <laughs> they might end up changing the character at some point, but give him a thicker thicker booty, thicker booty. Yeah, have him have him do some squats, you know. <laughs> Mario's butt. Google image. <laughs> <laughs> but sure uh, have a safe search on. <laughs> they also showed a little tease of a uh, toad in there. They showed a little bit of Luigi <laughs> run around. A really good intro. Mm. I mean, it was. <laughs> It was interesting. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I like the uh, I like the animation. It the looks animation looks cool. looks solid. Yeah, um, definitely like some really intense like lighting and like cool visual effects and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, okay definitely a thick booty. Mm-hmm. He's got a thick booty. Told you, man. He's got. And then in the booty. game, it looks like he's wearing pants that are too big for him. It looks like a frog standing up on his hind legs. Just no ass <laughs> at all, man. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Chris Pratt is uh, voicing. He's uh, very excited to play the voice of Mario, yeah. and he sounds very. It's better than I thought. I mean, would. there's not much to it, but I don't know. Hearing the voice come out is just it doesn't connect with me. You know what I mean? It's not the Mario voice. As for Bowser, we didn't really have a voice for him, as far yeah. as I know. So, but Jack Black's doing phenomenal. Yeah, he's sounding really good. Yeah, well, it's just like generic, scary. Yeah, dragon voice thing but still it's not like now jag flags right voice he's actually trying yeah you know what i mean and he sounds different like i didn't even realize it was him yeah 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 he did a pretty good job with that i mean he's always does good with like voices and things of that yeah, nature and all the roles he plays so what do they have to go back and redub mario's voice? <laughs> <laughs> wow that would suck that would be so expensive i bet you somebody will i bet you like a fan's gonna take it oh yeah no they will oh yeah sounds and stuff Woo-hoo, like that yeah. so yeah, Let's but know. I'm pretty sure coming. someone already did it to the trailer. I really? Up, yeah. Oh, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Mario movie coming soon. Um, Woo. Pretty cool. I'm excited. I am too. I just I'm anxious for the release date. Yeah, we'll have to go see that in theaters. That'll yes, be we will. like a inner gamer outing. We'll stream it. Us we'll stream in it. The theaters. Yeah, you can watch it, it with us. That's right. That's not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna come after us. Nah, they won't know. 
Uh, all right. Last but not least, E3 2023 is back, y'all. Oh, my gosh. Can you what? Believe? Yeah, Weren't we talking we about thought, this last Dude, episode? I don't we believe thought, you. We thought E3 was dead. <laughs> nice. I don't they, uh, they've officially announced, finally, after a three-year hiatus, Okay, they are officially coming back June 13th through 16th, and they're doing something different, which they're doing what I think people were asking for. They're separating business and consumer. So uh, they're going to have E3 business days on June 13th through 15th. Okay. And it's limited to registered industry members for networking meetings and more. Wow. Media will be allowed to go hands-on with upcoming games in dedicated industry-only spaces, including one half of the Los Angeles Convention Center. Um, E3 Gamer Days is the portion that will be open to the public. That's going to be June 15th and 16th to the other half of the Convention Center, separate from the industry area. So they're going to have completely separate installation setups for consumer and non-consumer folks. Um, so players can go hands-on with the upcoming games as well as connect with developers, content creators, and more. This will be open to industry members also during those designated days. So oh, everybody's yeah. going to be over there, but industry's going to have their own space. So the press release also announced the structure confirms that partner digital events and showcases will precede the show starting June 11th. So it sounds like we are going to have Microsoft, Ubisoft, and more coming back to do the opening. So we, we might just talk wow. about this last episode when we were talking about the fucking the Sony state of play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, how all they're the just like, maybe they're like, yeah, it's kind of not working out for <laughs> it's us. It's not working out at all. Yeah. Oh, man, so I'm excited. Back. Yeah. So like, how can you deny God. the hype of like, like that one season? Yes. You, yes. Everyone gets so pumped. Yep. All well, eyes are on them. It's interesting because, I mean, E3's had such a challenging, like, life. brand for themselves. Oh. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, life, I guess, in the last couple of years because they went from, like, there was a point where people were like, are they relevant anymore? And there's that question still exists. You know, they yeah. may not be relevant. We'll see how this showcase does. But Oops. it is kind of nice to see that, that that week is coming back in some capacity because it is an exciting time. Like, you get excited for June of like all these things coming out and like that's the time where they now the big huge announcements for the fall and then beyond and uh, now it's just been so scattered that like there's a lot more coverage throughout the year but it definitely um, I mean they're it, fighting to get seen basically yeah yeah. and now if they have this they don't have to fight as much <clears throat> everyone knows everyone knows they're coming like yeah. everyone's excited for coming. it <laughs> <laughs> well I think during the pandemic it Control wasn't yourself. You really couldn't see outside of the box of, you know, everyone is trying to do everything online and we're yeah. not trying to meet each other. Yeah. But no one could have foreseen that coming out of that, everyone would be like, let's just go back to analog. Let's just go back to seeing do things in person because everyone's just so sick of being cooped up. Yeah. yeah. And so now this could be exactly what E3 Are we going? needed. We need to. We're going to try. I'm going to try and get press passes. Damn right. You just buy us tickets. Uh, <laughs> plane tickets, pay for our hotel. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we're not making money yet for that. <laughs> um, Support us going to E3. If you want us to go to E3, please go in uh, patreon.com slash innergamer. Um, our next goal is going to be fly us to E3. Yeah. Uh, we could go fund me, send the inner gamer to E3. <laughs> <laughs> why not money so we could go drink <laughs> no we're gonna go collect oh no, no, no that's gonna be on our own content. dollar <laughs> Depending on that's definitely be on our own dollar yes. now we're gonna get great content oh. if you let us go there so uh go to patreon.com slash you gamer and donate it'd be great yeah. um yeah so e3 is coming back <laughs> next year 
Mark your calendars, folks. It's going down. Oh, so you're a horrible marketer. I am, dude. Like, I, <laughs> it just feels so wrong for me. I don't know why. What? Like asking for money to? Oh, oh, I guess. Like, I guess. Like support. Like yes, support. If you do love the podcast and all that jazz, and, and even if you don't, it's fine. Well, how about instead of asking for money, just be like, go to the Inner Gamer and hit on the uh, shop button. You can yeah. buy a T-shirt. Yeah, oh, that's still money though. Yeah, but that's that's not like it's going for straight it. to pockets. This is oh, going yeah, straight yeah, back into the Inner something. Gamer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess shirt. so. The money is going straight. They're getting to the that Inner shirt gamer. or this shirt. Uh, oh yeah, or, shirt merch. No? Yeah, yeah. There's merch. So go buy some. I love it. All right. Well, that's it. That's a release for this <laughs> week. It. All right. Yeah. What a hell of a show. That's right. If you haven't subscribed to us yet on YouTube, you can watch these discussions and more. YouTube.com slash slash the inner gamer. Ooh. All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to the inner gamer. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is time for our topic of the show, and this week we are very, very excited. We have a special guest joining us today. I'd like to give a very, very warm welcome to the one and only voice of Sombra in Overwatch 2, Kelly Mervasso. Welcome to the show. What's up? <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Yeah, we're super excited to have you back. Um, you know, we first had you on the podcast after you played Sombra, one of the first, I think that was the first post-launch character in Overwatch 1, right? I think or? Anna came first, Anna right? Came first. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 So, but, we, but we Sombra had, had her whole, like, thing at BlizzCon. Yeah. The whole, like, what do they call it? ARG kind of thing or whatever, where yeah. it's like the, the cool, mysterious reveal. Yeah. Um, that was way back in 2017. So, I know a lot has happened in the last five years. Uh, what are some highlights of your career over the last several years? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, uh, at, right after Overwatch, kind of after Sombra came out, I that year I traveled a ton going to conventions, which I had never gone to a con in my life. BlizzCon was my first con. And then I, I hit like 12 that year, which was crazy because it was all over the world. Um, and then I, I moved to LA a year after because I'd met so many voice actors at conventions and they were like, what are you doing in New York? You have to be in LA for voice work. And I'm like, oh, I guess. And it was just perfect timing for everything that was going on in my life. So I moved to LA. Uh, dude, Anjali lent me one of her cars, Symmetra. Uh, she helped me find a sublet out in LA. I was living three blocks from her house. So we'd go to yoga together. It was really cute. Uh, but it was, it was funny. Cause like Overwatch kind of caused this whole, uh, change in my life, you know? And, and then I, when I was out here, I, I'd hung out, hang out a lot with, um, Johnny Cruz is Lucio and, and Fio, uh, Zenyatta. And they were just so freaking adorable and welcoming and kind, you know, because I, I was new to LA and, um, and so then I, I was kind of figuring out L.A. then and uh, doing a lot of auditions for voice work and started doing more animation. And then my voice acting career took off because I, I used to do or I was pursuing on camera a lot in New York and L.A. just kind of opened up this world for voice stuff. So I've, I've been doing a lot of animation since then. Um, and I mean, in a nutshell, that's kind of what's happened, but you know, I've moved and I've traveled a ton and gone to more cons and started working on Valorant for Riot Games, which is also super exciting. Uh, so it's just been a lot of, a lot of really cool stuff in the, in the voice world, you know? That's awesome. Um, and I'm, I'm really curious, like, I mean, I know we talked a lot about, um, your work with, I mean, you meeting all the different Overwatch actors back then, but you know, since then we now have like I think it's thirty-five characters in the game. It's so ridiculous. What uh, are you still actively getting together with a lot of these different? Have you met a lot of the new actors? And like, has that like 
friendship and that pool of people like grown over the years? And like, just what does that look like now? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, since then we got uh, uh, Sigma who lives in London and, and uh, Brigitte who's in Stockholm. I'm going to, I'm going to see her in November because I'm going to that Comic-Con and they're so freaking sweet. So if we are in London or they happen to be here, we definitely meet up and uh, Batiste we've seen, he lives in Canada. He comes in. Uh, usually it's if we coincide at a convention that we mm. meet up. Um, but here in LA, you know, now we met the new Sojourn, who's amazing, and uh, we still got to meet Junker Queen. But I know Johnny bumped into her, so we've we've definitely reached out to the new to the new actors. Uh, yeah. And most of the time, we have been able to to meet up. You know, Anjali just launched a book, so we were supporting her on that. And my movie had a screening here in LA, and a lot of them went to that. So you know, it's just it, they support when they can, and it's really special. It's a, it's a good group of people. Yeah. Yeah, how's the movie been? Because I think uh, it was when you were here at Fan Expo in Dallas. Was that was that the premiere? Was that was that right? That or, was the first convention screening. Got it. Um, so yeah, actually, I mean, yeah, I guess it was the premiere. Um, I was doing a, a bit of of the kind of I, I called it the convention circuit for movies instead of the film festival circuit, and uh, I was showing it there because it it made sense for you know gamers and cosplayers because that's who I play. Mm-hmm. Um, that went well, and then. Since then, I showed it at a few other cons, including Anime Expo here, which was really good. And now we're just we're getting it on on streaming platforms. So yeah. it should be on Amazon at some point soon. But that's a whole process that takes a while. So, yeah. For those that uh, don't know what the movie is, can you give us a quick like synopsis of of this film and uh, who's in it? Cause I know you have some some cool. Yeah. Castmates. Uh, well. It's called Morgan's Mask. It's a film that we did a Kickstarter for. I, I did not write it. Uh, another guy wrote and directed it. Um, and. I just really fell in love with the character because she's a gamer and a cosplayer who's going through the pandemic, living alone, and she kind of has to find herself again, as we all did in the pandemic, because, you know, we we dealt with either way too many people in one house or no people at all and got very lonely. And I think everyone coped with it in different ways. So this was kind of... Uh, I wanted to highlight all the fans that I meet that are gamers and cosplayers. And I'd never seen a story about that. And, you know, obviously the pandemic was, is a little bit depressing for all of us. And so she does go through some tough stuff, but then her love of cosplay and her love of her sister and mom kind of help her through some stuff. And she has to figure out if she's meant to be in this relationship or not, not. And her boyfriend is the one and only Troy Baker, um, so nice. he does a great job, uh, playing my asshole boyfriend, <laughs> so, um, but, it, but, you know, I think all of us had to, to make some decisions, you know, in the pandemic, whether, whether we stay with who our partner is or, or whether we move back home and live with our parents, like there, there was a lot happening, financial decisions, emotional ones. So, um, I hope it'll speak to, you know, the gamer cosplayer audience. Yeah. So awesome. you go into cons and stuff like that kind of helped you develop this character. Like, well, no, you know, what's funny is it seems like it because I, I, there, there's a lot of me in the character, but, mm. uh, no, this writer, director, Trevor Rigby reached out to me via email. Like he found my email through my website. Hey, I wrote the script. I think you'd be good in it. And I read it and I'm like, holy cow. Um, I mean, there were some similarities to just, I, I lived alone during the pandemic, you know, and had to, and I, and I was going online doing Twitch interviewing, um, other voice actors, so it like I, I could understand the relationship of somebody maybe gaming and connecting to their audience online, even though I didn't have that exact experience. There were parallels. And so I was like, I think this would speak to all the, the gamers that I meet at cons. So it's not my story at all. 
but there are a lot of things that I connected to. So I do some improv in the film. Um, and, and, you know, I, I made her very much me. She's kind of a weirdo <laughs> and, uh, you know, I dance around and cosplay in the, in the film and it's fun. So I, I think that I was able to take some of the stories that I'm of the cosplayers and gamers that I met at cons so that we could add to the story, but I didn't write the script. And that's, what's kind of uncanny for me. It's just, it really spoke to me, even though I didn't know this writer director at all. So it's kind of a, a weird, cool thing, you know? Yeah, that is really cool. Um, yeah. And just, I mean, you know, the, I'm sure there's like tons of people out there that try and, you know, get connected all the time about different things, but it's, it's neat that it like, it just ended up working and stuff. So I'm sure you get all kinds of messages from different people. I'm sure everybody gets all kinds of things coming through and you, you never know what's going to like actually click and actually, you know, work. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I've, you know, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I wasn't able to make it to the the, the showing you had out here, but uh, definitely whenever it comes out on streaming, definitely want to check it out. And Yeah, we're, we're, watch. we're, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, we, we've got distribution, so we sold it. It's just, there's a big long process to right. get it on the platforms. Cause you got to get quality control, blah, 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 subtitles, all this stuff. So we're, we're handling that. It just takes a while. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's jump into Overwatch too. So, um, it came out last year or last week, not last year. <laughs> not last week, you know, um, it's uh, it's it seems like I've been waiting for it for the last year, but uh, it came yes. out. Obviously, had some had some launch woes, as I think every game does. But um, yeah. I'm just curious from from your perspective, like uh, when did you first find out, or obviously what you can say, when did you find out about Overwatch too, and what was your reaction when you found out that um, Sombra was back? You had more to do with Sombra. <laughs> I mean, we, I think we found out when you guys found out, you yeah. know, because we don't it's not like we get previews or, yeah. or intel before we all do. So I think once they said they were working on it, we're like, yay. And then it took 75 years. So uh, <laughs> we all just waited. <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of hoped Sombra would be involved, but it's funny. We didn't really start recording for Overwatch 2 till recently. I think they were working on, on a lot of gameplay stuff. So mm-hmm. for a while, we we're like. Are you in Overwatch too? <laughs> and so we didn't really. I mean, we kind of hoped our characters were coming back, but we didn't know. So, um, and I had recorded some stuff a while back, but then I didn't record for a while. Yeah. More so that I was like, okay, maybe that's it. Like I didn't really. We didn't really know, you know. Uh, and then a big slew of the recordings have been in the most recent months. So it's always been exciting, you know. But we always we're always in the dark, just like you guys are. So yeah, go a lot. That's interesting. So how mu- how much have you uh were you recording for this? Was it mostly just like this new voice lines that were being incorporated in there for the I mean no obviously they have the battle pass and stuff like that now. So is that mostly what you were working through? It was just different voice lines for the somber character? Yeah, it's funny. I thought it was just gonna be sort of um new kind of definitely character interactions. And then depending on the gameplay, I thought it was just gonna be a few new lines here and there, but we re-recorded a lot of stuff. Moving the payload, this in the payload, the payload, the payload, the payload. <laughs> uh, uh, because I think they were just trying to kind of refresh a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you guys would have a, a, a new experience, you know. So we did record a bit of everything. It wasn't just, you know, um, I'm like, I don't even I don't even know if I recorded a new ultimate. I don't think so. But, you know, it's just mostly it was kind of like it was a bunch of everything, mm-hmm. you know. So it was a lot. It was it was a good quantity. Mm. That's awesome. Have yeah. you played Overwatch yourself at all? I don't know. Uh, I've 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 played a couple times. I've not yeah. played Overwatch two. Yeah. I've okay. played Overwatch 
uh, maybe five times and I, I'm really, really bad yeah. and it actually really stresses me out. So it's something I choose not to do. Oh, trust too me. Often I, my own health. I've never played it. So I was just curious, how does it really? feel like if you, if you did play it or well, when you played it, did you select your character and like, does it feel weird to hear your voice? come through yeah i did i did select my character because i kind of had to but uh <laughs> i mean it's it's weird and it isn't because sombra has an accent and she speaks a little bit differently to me so i kind of was able to disconnect from that but i think i'm just fascinated like when the voice lines come out and i'm amazed at gamers when they say oh i hear this line when this happens but when i was playing like so much was happening that i was like how do you even hear my voice line <laughs> <laughs> all this battle like yes. i'm amazed you guys even understand what the heck we say because it's yeah. so insane uh so i'm kind of just in awe or like oh that's when lucille says that oh that's how diva dies like i'm just kind of a <laughs> like i don't i wouldn't otherwise but you know I, I think there was just too much going on to be like oh that's my voice you yeah. know yeah Okay. Yeah, no, I feel that same way. I mean, I, I went, I went in there. I was playing a little bit last night with some friends. We have a group of people that, that is excited to get back in Overwatch on our Discord, and um, I was going through all the different voice lines and stuff like that, and listen to yours and listen to all the different different new new voices for the new characters as well and stuff like that. And it was uh, so interesting. I mean, I, that's one of the things that's always amazed me about this game is just how incredibly diverse it is and how they continue to expand upon that diversity um and just like you know not just obviously the voices but just the characters and how they look and how they act and all these different things it's uh it's pretty it's pretty impressive it's, it's really cool so yeah i mean i i'm just as impressed because i don't know i just don't understand so much about gameplay that's really intense mm -hmm. for you guys for me for all of us but you know it, it, it involves a lot of moving pieces so it's pretty cool yeah okay, definitely so what, what was different about, uh, was there anything at all different from like recording Overwatch 1 versus now recording Overwatch 2, the easier, more challenging, like, um, I mean, your career has changed a lot since then. So like how, how has this experience of going into the recording booth, doing the lines, all that stuff evolved and or changed um, in the last several years? Yeah, I think at the beginning of, of Overwatch, we I recorded each line more times because it was... A brand new character for me and then the more we get comfortable with the character then we're like oh yeah i know this character you know so um and then you know going to conventions actually helps because i get to i i talk with fans about voice lines that i've forgotten and so i've it, there's a repetition to it that she just lives in me differently than another character that i might not revisit so often after i've recorded it you know so um, I think it's cool to, I think all of us have talked about how we feel like, oh, we know our character so much better now. So, uh, but that also might make me fall into a typical cadence that Sombra might do. So I'm, I'm really glad for, I work with a, a director called JB Blanc quite often, and he really understands Sombra well. And he, um, he helps me find different nuances and like, uh, you know, oh, you know, maybe she's not so snarky here. And 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 it's like finding the balance between sarcasm and and confidence and arrogance and uh jokiness, or you know, maybe it's maybe it's just a little more serious here. So I like that, you know, getting directed definitely helps keep the character fresh and interesting. Um and you know, there's there's a new there's a new event coming up for Halloween. It's the the um the Junkenstein Halloween yeah. thing scene um that's going to be interesting because we tried some different stuff with sombra there so 
We shall see. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm excited about that. I was playing uh try the new Junker Queen character last night and was uh very impressed. Very impressed. I mean, Junkrat's great, Sombra obviously is great. Uh, but it's it's neat to see these new characters come into the into the lineup and see how they change things up. But I was I was glad to see another junk rat like, you know, character because it's it's such an interesting uh I don't know. They just they're they're fun. They're they're fun and silly. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. That, so. Yeah. They're super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so aside from Sombro, is, do you have a favorite hero or anything like that, 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 that you're like, oh, this is, this character is cool for X, Y, Z reasons. Um, it's funny. I don't really know Sigma too well, Mm -hmm. the character, but I like that they're, they've developed a friendship between Sigma and Sombra. That's kind of cool. I don't know if you've heard, there's like a lot of, uh, new interactions with him, um, that Sombra has. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, she's just always keeping an eye out for him. Like I'm taking care of you, man. You good. Okay. We're good. You know? And it's really sweet. So I kind of like that. Um, I think it's special. And I, I like that they're developing those within the character interactions. That's kind of where we see <laughs> their relationships and like, do we get along or do we not? And yeah. so I think like, just like Sombra makes fun of Doomfist and like, it's always like, you're not my boss. You know, <laughs> I feel like, it's cool with, with other characters or, or even some making fun of uh, Cassidy. Like that's one of my new favorite lines. Um, so I, I'm not answering your question. I think <laughs> I like the character interactions and, and discovering the relationships they have via those. But um, who do I like? I've always liked Lucio a lot. I think he's yeah. just a really fun character and, and so full of life and so positive, you know? So agreed. Agreed on that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he's definitely my favorite healer to play. Um, jumped into him last night, and I was like, "Oh man, I forgot about yeah. the pump it up." You know, it's so <laughs> so much such a hype moment. You know, um, that's really cool. Um, so back in 2019, you cosplayed Sombra. How, how was that? And who made uh, your costume? Uh, well, yeah, I would never do that. I would never make the costume myself because I don't have that talent. Um, Melanie Jasmine is a, a really cool cosplayer based in Dallas. And um, she was at a con in Arkansas with me. And she was like, oh, let me do your makeup. Like, so I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then I borrowed her jacket for the afternoon. And it was really fun. And and then she was like, you should do this. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then she was like, oh, my God, we're going to coincide at this con. You should dress up there. And I'm like, OK, what do we have to do? She's like, I'll make it. I'm like, OK. <laughs> I sent her my measurements and uh it's funny I showed up to the hotel room uh where we're you know we're staying and, and it's like the day before we dress up and she has the costume and bits and pieces and parts and I was like I thought you were making my costume she's like I am it's got to fit you perfectly and I'm like what are you talking about she was building it on me that day before the next day I was going to wear it and I was wow. like this girl's crazy she had her sewing machine there. She had glue. She, uh, the, the whole hotel room was a mess. She worked all night. And the next day I had this costume and I put it on and it fit me perfectly. And it was wow. all done. Yeah. And she did my makeup. Um, that's how they do it. Cosplayers are like, oh yeah, no, I just have to finish the thing. So they travel with their sewing machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Crazy toxic glue that they're using for yeah. some weird, you know, pleather. And, um, <laughs> So anyway, so that's what it was. She did it. And she's since then, I've uh, I borrowed her Junker Queen costume for BlizzCon and then not Junker Queen. Sorry. Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And um, and then. Oh, and then we did. I did Ryan and and Symmetra did 
her dragon one. And we did that for, for a BlizzCon as well. So Man. not for BlizzCon, for, for an anime expo. Oh my God. So anyway, <laughs> those are fun. there's um, a lot. So I've, I've cosplayed three times. Oh my God. And then I did the black cat Sombra in, um, in Denver last year. And that was also Melanie who's like, I'll make it. And so she, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, she's really yeah. good. We we uh we actually ran into her one time. I I've, I've been following her since because we we met her one time at Dallas Fan Expo. Um, she probably doesn't remember anything about us, but it was <laughs> it was cool though because I was like, oh man, her like because I think she had a somber outfit on, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then so we started following her through that, and I've seen that you you and her like connect um through a lot of things. But yeah, her her work is incredible. It's just what she's able yes. to produce with all of her different costumes and everything. It's just it's a uh, it's it's definitely a a skill that I will never have, but I am very, yeah. very impressed by. My wife goes bonkers every every time we go cosplay. She has like a whole emergency kit of buttons, sewing equipment, glue, glue sticks, glue gun. And I'm just like, okay, Man. what are you dressing me up as? And she just throws it on me. I'm like, wait, so what have you dressed up as? So we have, uh, holy crap, we have four or five different cosplays. So, cause we go every day and we dress up as something different. Uh, so far I have Bardock from Dragon Ball Z, a Venom Spider-Man, which is just a giant suit, uh, not a giant suit, but a, uh, a, a spandex suit, uh, Wendy. Captain America, um, Deku from My Hero Academia and a Joker, a, uh, Renaissance Joker. Which that one takes a lot of time and makeup, which I don't like doing. But yeah, she loves it. <laughs> hey, you just gotta sit there, right? She dress up as well. Yes, she she oh. basically uh, counterparts me every time. So she has a Renaissance, a um, Harley Quinn. She has a Venom, uh, Gwenum, 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 Spider Gwen, and then Spider-Man. she dresses up like Trunks, a gender bent Trunks, and then. Um, uh, Todoroki from My Hero Academia, a female version of it. So we kind of that's awesome. Yeah, we kind of go all out, and then Scarlet Witch or Hawkeye for the Marvel side of things. Ah, so, nice. Yeah, it's yeah, great. So, uh, yeah. it's a little, little much. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all always are good. Yeah. I, I, I don't do that because it's, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Much. It's a lot to do to walk around in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see that at every, every con. Like I love going to cons, especially when the people have like, you know, those groups that get together and like, you'll have like the overwatch groups or you have, I, I always see like here, especially the borderlands groups that like dress up all in borderlands characters. It's uh, it's really neat to see yeah. uh, all these different communities that yeah, come 20, together for it. 2019 South by was cool. Cause they had a bunch of overwatch people dressed up and we got a few photos with them and, um, man, who's the who's the new character that came out then? The one that had the gravity ball and it brings everybody in. Oh gosh, what character is that? Uh, I have it not here. wrecking ball. No, it is. Where I is can't she? remember off the top of my head. But if you if you could oh, cosplay uh, as someone, who would you cosplay as? Like any character. Here. Oh, I mean, Sombra, but let me think. Um, yes, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I want to be something comfortable. Yeah. I do Wonder Woman for my film and I, that's a pretty awesome costume because mm-hmm. it's just, it's beautiful. So I dig that one. Um, but I, I don't want to wear super uncomfortable wigs or mm-hmm. heels because after a while you're like, get me out of here. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was Zara. Zara. Okay. okay. Zara. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, cool. So 
Uh, curious, what are you? Uh, what are you doing now outside of voice acting? Do you have any cool, exciting new hobbies you're working on? I know way back when we talked a lot about your Hispanglis Action channel. I don't know if you're oh, still yeah. doing stuff with that or. Um, I mean, in the pandemic, I I started. I did some episodes of Hispanglis Action, and I was just making jokes about how Carolina was depressed, and they had to go viral on YouTube so they could pay bills. And so they, they all did like how to videos and they're really bad. Um, so makeup tutorial goes wrong and then cooking, he burns the food. And so, you know, a lot of, a lot of stupid things happening there, but it was, you know, the beginning of the shutdown where we're like, what do we do with our lives? So that was a fun outlet to have, uh, um, but since then, I mean, the, the film took a, a, a good chunk of my life because it's, you know, producing a feature is not easy. So we we kickstarted it, then went into pre-production, then shot and then we're editing. So like that, although it sounds crazy, took a year, <laughs> you know, and I wasn't editing the whole time. We'd edit once a week when the editors could on Sundays. So, you know, that that was that was taking up a good a good while. Um, and. I mean, I go on hikes. I like rollerblading. You know, I do all sorts of things. Uh, but I've I've started traveling a lot more since the world kind of opened up a bit. So the last year, I've been on a flight twice a month, maybe. Oh wow! Um, yeah. And I've I've been to a lot of cons, and I hope not to travel so much in 2023. But I still enjoy going out to meet you know gamers. So yeah. I think I'll do it maybe once a month. But I I was doing it a little too much this last year, so. I want to slow down and, and I'm enjoying voice acting, you know, so I, I do, I still do a lot of it. Um, I mean, that's, that's like my main thing, right? Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of animation and there's other video games that I'm working on that are super secret. Oh, so no. I, can't, I can't ask about it at all. Dang it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> ask well, cause I, it's just, I can't say, I can't right. say anything. Yeah. Yeah. For a while it was like, well, Overwatch 2 is happening, but there's three other games that I'm working on and, Two, I think, come out in um, in the winter of 2023, so the beginning of the year. Okay. Um, but then the other one, who the heck knows? Yeah. So with the voice acting, do you do you normally go in a studio, or do you have a studio set up in your in your house or anything like that? Yeah, I, I set up a studio. It's right here. Okay. Uh, it's in my closet, and um, there's a lot of winter jackets around me. And I, <laughs> I I did record from there for a few Disney things and Nickelodeon and. Um, oh my gosh, once for Valorant, I had to record under, I, I built a fort in my friend's living room because my house, my, my apartment building was being retrofitted. So they were drilling into the foundation all day for two months. So I had to go to my friends and like, I literally set up a fort and was sitting on the floor (laughs) recording for Ray's. Um, so we've made it work, but now I, anytime they're like, would you like to come in studio? I say, yes. Cause I really do appreciate sound engineers doing what they do best. And, mm-hmm. uh, they take care of the big files and I don't have to do stuff. I really appreciate that. So okay. yeah, what's that process like? You just record it and then send it over. Yeah. Like I mean, I have a, a good mic here and, and the whole cloud lifter and all the stuff you have to do to connect it through. And so sometimes through, there's a thing called source connect where, if I have a good mic, they can record me remotely like you guys are doing now. And they have a really good quality of the recording and that works, but I'll usually record a uh, backup. And then there's like some server they have me uploaded to. So I have to export it and upload it. And, you know, you had to learn a lot of stuff, didn't you? 
That sounds we did. complicated. Four sound engineers had to have a lot of patience teaching actors how to like set up the whole sound system. And then, Ooh. I mean, so our agents, a sound engineer helped us set stuff up, but every studio has a different requirement. So some were like, oh no, you have to record on Audacity. Others are like, you can do a garage band. You can, you can record on QuickTime sound. Like they all have kind of different ways of doing stuff. So Every time we'd get on like 20 minutes before and set the whole thing up. And like, I'm sure a lot of actors were like, I learned how to do it, but I know a lot of friends were like, this sucks and it stresses me out. And I want to just be able to enjoy my acting, but I have to focus on like, oh, put the gain up or down. If we're going to scream, you know, you got to like work the volume Uh, and and that can be not fun. Have you ever had an instance where you're recording everything and then it's all bad and you're like, now I have to redo it all over again. I was recording for a thing and I think my computer like didn't, I bought a new computer since, but you know, my, I had a jankity computer and it didn't have enough space on it. So uh, I wasn't going to record the whole, you know, three hour session. I would just hit record when I would talk and yeah. then stop it. Cause sometimes they just record the whole thing. Um, even like when we're talking about something that we, you keep recording. So I was hitting record for that. And then I totally forgot to hit record for a good chunk. Oh no. And I may have said, oh, something happened. My system just shut down. Fuck, I didn't remember. <laughs> so we went back and recorded them. It wasn't the end of the world, but I definitely felt like, oh, my God, shoot. Yeah. Um, so that stuff happened. But yeah. sometimes it would just be like it was shut down. So you'd have to reboot, reboot and try again. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I've yep. done that once. I, I recorded a whole episode on my other podcast, whole episode, and we didn't hit record at all. I'm like, we did that once. Oh yeah, we've oh, done that several times. I feel so like that's just it's a rite of passage. You, know? it's yeah. like you have to you have to go through yeah. those experiences where you you end up doing something that's just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I mean, I've been doing like web development for 15, 16 years now, and like I still make mistakes like on a regular basis. And I'm like, oh gosh, I can't believe I forgot that, or I forgot this thing, or whatever. It's just it happens, you know. We get in our zone. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. But, um. I did want to talk a little bit about uh, your Valorant uh, role that you did with Rays and stuff like that. I personally have not played much Valorant because it's it's very intimidating to me. It seems like a very, it's a very challenging game, but our community like is, has there's a group of people that love playing it. Um, how was that different than like working with Overwatch? What was what was that experience like working with Riot Games and going through that, or was it any different? Um, and how how yeah, is this character? I mean, I think depending on the director and the and the writer it's, it's always different, right? Cause everyone has different styles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for Ray's, uh, it was a really special experience because I, in my head, when I auditioned, I kind of just created like, Oh, she's like female Lucio sort of thing mm-hmm. mixed with junk rack. Cause she loves explosives. Um, cause she's Brazilian. So I thought, <laughs> Oh, cool. I'll just channel Lucio, you know, but, and I booked it as so I was like, awesome. I know what this character is. Yeah. Right. I showed up and like, she was very different. She is a little bit crazy, but she's also very loving and she's very um, uh, community oriented. And I was trying to create like, like a good team. And so she's, you know, good vibes as well uh, and funny and, you know, but has some dad jokes. So you're like really raised. Um, So, so I feel like it was like a matter of finding the balance with all of that and making her unique, you know? And I had a really fun experience with the writer and the director because they were just like improv, go to town, make up lines, do whatever you want. And and that's not always the case. Like for Sombra, I've, I've suggested a few lines that have to do with like Hispanic culture or things that I know were definitely very specific. But with Ray's, it was just like, I was in the booth 
reading lines. And then if something didn't quite work, I would try something different. They'd be like, oh, that's better. So they would choose that line. So it was a lot of uh, collaboration with them and they kind of created a safe space for me to just go nuts instead of worry like, oh, that's not a, a funny line. They're like, it doesn't matter if it's not funny. Like we'll decide later, but it might work. So, you know, let us just let yourself go loose. So that was really, really fun. And Ray's is really special to me. Um, so yeah, it's one of the most special voiceover sessions I've ever had. You know, um, it's a, it's a good, it, it was very different. Yeah. And Sombra is also super special to me, but I think just like sometimes feeling like you can just go nuts and then they choose stuff that works uh, versus like a more planned out thing like Sombra was for me. I don't know. It's just, they're very different experiences, but really, really fun, you know? And I don't, I don't play Valorant either. And I know it's mostly kind of aimed at esports, mm -hmm. but I've met a lot of those voice actors and they're super fun. And um, I think the game's starting to become more, I don't want to say mainstream because it has been mainstream, but I'm meeting a lot more young gamers that come up to me and say they play Valorant. So somehow there's been like this like uptick in young kids playing it, like high school kids playing it versus just esports, you know? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I was curious if it like, because I know it seems like with Overwatch, I mean, that was such a, the, there was such a really strong community that came around like, people loving the characters and in turn, obviously loving the voice actors and stuff that were working on. And I was curious if that was, if that was any different with like Valorant. Cause I feel like with, from a, from a perspective of Valorant, I mean, I, they've done an incredible job at making that game. It's kind of like, for me, it reminds me of Counter-Strike Source is what it's most closely associated with, which was a really super popular game. But it's, it's for me, it's less accessible than that of just because of the, it's, it's a harder, more challenging game. So I was curious if like the community outreach or just the community response was different as a voice actor in the game from Overwatch versus, say, a Valorant, because they're both obviously hero-driven character games, but yeah. the challenge is very different there. So I wasn't sure if there was like, you know, maybe less of a, you know, outpouring around like Rays as maybe you got from Sombra, or if it was the same, or maybe it was more. Like, how how would that differ between yeah. the two? I mean, I think the online response has been a little bit different. I think the fan base is different as mm -hmm. well. So because it was kind of like League of Legends, I think they're made for esports, right? So, yeah. you know, and 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 people who are doing esports aren't looking, aren't seeking out the voice actors to like, you know, follow them. So, yeah. so we didn't have that, but but I but there's a huge response for Valorant on TikTok. Like anytime I put something up on TikTok, they're just like, "Oh my god!" and they go crazy. <laughs> you know? um, and so and so then and then now that I'm meeting them at cons, I've realized it's a younger demographic. It's like middle and high school. Yeah. Uh, and, and Overwatch is young as well, but it's usually mid twenties, you know? So, uh, so I think that I, I don't know how to respond. I, I don't know. You know, I, like I know Apex Legends is huge as well, and, but it's also a very specific uh, group of people that play. So I don't really know what, what it is, but, uh, but there is a lot of love for Valorant online, mm -hmm. you know? Um, it's just kind of different. Or like it's huge in India, for example. I get a lot of messages from India yeah. saying, we love Valorant, you know? And I'm like, okay. So it's like, a, <laughs> I know like they play League of Legends a lot in China. So I think Valorant is probably big there too. It's just, it's like different pockets of, right. of where we're playing, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's cool. The uh, So I'm trying to think, what, um, is there any other... I don't know any 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 game that that you've worked on outside of like I mean Valorant and Overwatch are the big ones, but anything that's such as like a 
a special place in your heart that you've worked on that's like just really stands out um, for the experience you had with that, whether it be just the people you work with there or like what that character was in the game or anything like that um, beyond the two there? Yeah. Oh, I mean, those are the obvious ones just because, I mean, Overwatch, even more than Valorant, it's just like I've met so much, so many voice actors and and like that are now family, you Mm -hmm. know, because I do meet up quite often in LA to hang. So, so Overwatch changed all of our lives, you know, for real. And um, I mean, I had a really good time working on Red Dead 2, you know, I'm not a main character there, but the, the guys that are, you know, uh, Arthur Morgan and, um, and Dutch and and John John Marsden or Josh Marsden I forget John Marsden I guess John Marsden yeah they're all like they're so freaking cool and when I see them at conventions we're like oh my god do we have to get dinner <laughs> you know so they're like just lovely people so I I love I love that I get to meet awesome actors working on these games and we did motion capture so it was different you know and um it's it's just like I get to meet cool people working on these projects, you know, so and and that's those are more fun in a sense because we get to work with each other. We're not in a booth working by ourselves. Mm. So I like I like it when we get to do mocap on games because we get to actually interact with other people when we record for Valorant and, and Overwatch. It's in a booth by ourselves and we don't we don't get to interact with the other actors. So um, so that's different in that sense. But but I mean, it's I. Overwatch and, and Valorant are the top just because it's these, these characters mean so much to us, you know, um, we'll see what happens. Like with the other games I'm working on, it, I also work in the booth by myself. So I still don't know, you know, what that response like they're special to me, but I don't I love it. I like working, doing on camera stuff because you get to interact with people. Right. We get to do scene work. We get to act opposite somebody, not by ourselves. So. Another, actually, another really cool project is uh, Hamster and Gretel. I'm, I'm working on a Disney show and uh, I, I do record by myself, but we've gotten to do San Diego Comic-Con and then D23 with a lot of the cast members. And, you know, they're awesome actors. And the, one of the writers is a good friend, Joanna Hausman. And uh, this show's on Disney Plus now and and streaming on Disney, uh, on Disney Channel. And so it's like, there's just so much, uh, there's so much fun stuff that can happen when we get to together in person right. you know and so we record separately but then when we get to celebrate or do panels for you know uh san diego comic-con it's like and then we go to dinner and then we go to a party and so it's like that's i think the part that i love the most is getting to celebrate with the people that worked on this project for so long because we we did that all in the pandemic and i definitely recorded for my closet for that oh. and you know I, i've done a lot of episodes for them um and, and we it's always via zoom when you're seeing a bunch of little boxes and so when you get to celebrate in person it's really special and that's a really fun show if you liked phineas and ferb it's the same creator and it's really funny and you know it's it's kind of ridiculous and i play gretel's mom so you know <laughs> that's cool okay yeah i have to give that give that one a watch yeah i was just watching it oh yeah well not not recently oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. i was just watching it on his screen oh, yeah, yeah. it looks interesting <laughs> um that's awesome so uh, with Overwatch 2, uh, it's now that it's been out and stuff like that, have you seen any, um, I mean, it's like the the full, the story part of it hasn't come out yet, which I, I'm super excited to see what, what that's going to be like. But have you noticed any influx of like new new fans or new followers or anything like that in the last little week? Or has it just not, you know, kind of been out enough to, to see any major change and just like the exposure of Sombra now like in a new title mm-hmm. essentially? Yeah, no, I mean, I've seen a little bit of uh, everyone's like, Sombra hacked the servers. That's why we can't play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's awesome. 
Yeah. And then, um, I mean, you know, people like Fitzy here who plays Umbra a lot, I've, they've kind of gotten screen grabs of, or, or videos of, of my character lines. So I've played with those on TikTok and that's just fun because I, yeah. I've, we forget what we record, dude. We record so much that I never know what's going to make it in game. So once I see it, because somebody puts that puts it on Twitter or whatever, I'm like, oh, cool, that made it, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, I not not a new influx. But I think also, you know, there's just been people waiting to to start playing and and people like, oh, it's taking 40 hours to download. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I don't know. I think it'll take a little bit to get new gamers on that are because yeah. of the free to play. And so hopefully that'll inspire them to to try it out and, and they'll have a good time. But um, we'll see. Yeah. We need a new somber short. That's what we need. Yeah. We'll get short. everybody else shorts before we I get another. Know, I know. <laughs> yeah. but, Just hoping um, over here. Wishing. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, there's more storylines coming. It's also like. If there are, if I'm not involved in a short that pertains to a story, I don't know about it. So I don't really know what the big web is. Yeah. It's just like what I'm involved in, which is fine. Cause that way I can't screw it up and tell you guys something I shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what does the future look like for you? Like, what are, is there any, anything that you can talk about <laughs> that, um, you're willing to share or, or look at, or just like, you know, future plans you have coming up about, you know, cool travel places you'll be featured in or, you know, um, well, I'm going to Stockholm Comic Con in November. That's going to be really fun. Oh, guys, I'm going to Big Texas Con. In oh, what? Halloween. That's in San Antonio. Oh, that's San cool. Antonio? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, that that's out. on the 28th, 29th and 30th, I believe, okay. um, of October. And cool. then and then I'm doing a San Francisco one during Thanksgiving. Don't ask. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I, I don't really have anything set up for the next year, but, um, so those, those are my travel plans. Um, I'm still recording for hamster and Gretel and um, meow, 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 meow. trying to think I do send auditions all the time for video games. So I'm like waiting to see if any of those hit up, uh, there's beta testing for a game called Shatterline. I haven't heard of it, yeah. but I'll check it out. Shatter, sh- Shatterline. Just saying, you might hear somebody there. So, okay. you know, okay. check it All out. Right. Oh, right. wait, Shatterline? Yeah, yeah. I do know what that uh, is. Um, yeah, we downloaded that. Did we? Okay. Yeah. That, okay. Because yeah. it's, it's, uh, yeah. I, I remember did. this. Yeah, I remember this. Um, yeah, it's early access on Steam right now. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Give it a listen. That's um, all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I like it. Um, what else can I talk about? I work on um on Nickelodeon shows all the time. So it's like kid stuff too, oh, you know, fun. that's really fun. But um uh, you know, that gamers are maybe well, actually gamers do like animation, so there is some crossover, but it depends on like the the stuff. Um no guys, I'm focused on on enjoying my life. So I do work a lot with voice stuff, but I, I'm also just like I think after Morgan's mask, it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of work and it was exhausting. And I'm just kind of like, oof, I need to to not expend so much energy for a while. Yeah, need a break. <laughs> I wanted to live online and have its its life, but but I'm I'm excited to just be like, like right now I have some auditions due Monday that I'll get done, but I'm gonna go out to dinner tonight. And I just I don't want to have like so much, so much responsibility looming over my head, which was the last year and a half, uh, when you're trying to get a project out by yourself. Um, with a team, but you know what I'm saying? Like you're, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of moving pieces and it can be anxiety inducing. So I'm at a place where I'm like, 
I just want to, you know, I, I send off my auditions and stop thinking about them. And I'm not going to freak out about booking a job or not. I'm just kind of like, let whatever is coming, coming. And I'm excited for, you know, like Overwatch 2. Everyone's like, are you excited? I'm like, yeah. And I don't know what the response is going to be. So I'm going to let it be what it's going to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy life, you know, have, have yeah. some fun, you know, that's, that's important. Um, awesome. So I have, I have one, one last question that I'm kind of curious about. If you could play any character in a game, it doesn't matter what it is, where it is, any of that stuff, who would it be and why? Like play like, or like be, voice. be a character, be a character. Yeah. Um, that's what he's going with. That's a lot of characters. That's so funny. <laughs> I know it is. What? That's a lot of characters. A lot of characters, a lot of characters, characters like to from. think yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think I would like to play a Colombian character. I've I've done Mexican and Brazilian, and you know, we I always get to play other Latinos, and I've never played my own people, so that would be fun to be able to play a Colombian because I am I'm, I'm Colombian. Yeah. Um. So it's you know it's funny it's it's not about like oh sure like a Marvel Latina superhero that would be freaking awesome. But but the world doesn't work that way, right? Like, Bad Bunny is going to be a new Marvel superhero. So, like, <laughs> is there a chance for Carolina? I don't think so. However, uh, I'm just excited. Like, I, I never knew I'd have such a fun time playing a Disney mom, you know? Mm. Uh, and, and, and I'm enjoying it a lot. So, I feel like I'm just, um, I want to play characters that uh, inspire me and, I would love to represent Latinos in a positive way. And so if a Colombian can be a badass in a video game and it's not about, you know, drugs and and doing illegal stuff because Mm -hmm. that's how they're always portraying us, then, you know, I mean, I guess in video games, like Sombra's dark anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like she's a super cool character that people look up to and, and I'm excited for those roles that are coming. And so in animation, I do play a lot of Hispanic characters, and I think that it it makes me happy to kind of be able to to represent our people positively, you know. Yeah. So so I've stopped sort of. I used to have all these dreams of like the specific things I wanted to play, and and I think it's just I think I want to work with cool people that make cool projects, you know, that are that are kind, respectful humans because sometimes we do work with people that aren't great, you know. So um, for me, it's just like success is is doing stuff with people that you care about, you know. And and really enjoying the process, um, and and the outcome might not be a huge you know AAA game, but it might be an animation that does inspire young kids to, I don't know, pursue their art or whatever. So I feel like um, one of the things I do love about Overwatch that has gotten me to meet so many people at cons is that we do get to talk to to young creators that love a game, and then they might go into game creation or or development or online, whatever, you know, and, and they want to pursue that. And it's being able to inspire them and let them know, like, Hey, if you believe in yourself, you can do this, you know? And, and it's kind of having that face time with people to, to remind them that, yeah, I waited tables in New York city and I ate some shit and I had to babysit and I had to work all these odd jobs to pay bills. And then, but then you, you kind of start doing it, you know, and you start surviving. And the year I met you guys at South by, I was barely paying my bills. Like I was renting, I was renting out my apartment on Airbnb while I was out at South by so I could pay rent that month. And I was like, and then every month I traveled for, even though Overwatch had come out, like I was, I was making ends meet month to month. Yeah. Um, and I, and so the trips were helpful because I'd put my apartment on Airbnb for four days and that would pay part of my rent. It's New York city. So you can charge a good chunk, yeah. but 
you know, I was like, I was, I was making money at conventions, but like, that was the only income I had. Um, and so it's just like, you, you never know what's happening, but you just kind of have to believe that if this is what I love to do and, and Sombra was big, you know, but that does, that doesn't mean that I was booking other acting jobs that year. And, and Blizzard wasn't hiring us that year because the game had launched. So they didn't need to record us for a while. Yeah. So I was just like, what's going to happen next, you know? Uh, but it's just kind of like, you're just making it happen. Dude, I put stuff on my credit card at South by. I'm like, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. But I knew it was a good experience uh, to be there and, yeah. and, and, and just get out and, and well, I, I mean, South by is super special. So of course, you know, but it's just, I guess it's just like, it's pursuing something you love. Like you guys doing a podcast. It's a big deal. Not every, everyone talks about trying to make something and, and, and dreaming about it, but they're not doing it, you know? Yeah. And so uh, we're all hustling to pay our bills while we do something that we love and until it takes off and it might never take off in a way that's going to be financially viable, but it's going to be something that you love to do. And so if you guys are enjoying what you're doing, freaking keep doing it. You know what I mean? And, and so that's, that's part of, uh, that's part of the stuff I love at cons is just inspiring people to do what they love the most because we're not always going to have a job where we get to make money doing that. But, but if we're also, if we have a hobby that's making us really happy, you know, that's, that's bringing us joy in life. And that's, that's important after the pandemic, everyone dealt with some mental health issues. And so my, my movie talks about that. So, you know, for me, it's important to, to kind of try and, and inspire people and, and have them become hopeful because I think we lost a lot of hope last two years, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a, definitely a challenging time, but it's been, it's been so, uh, great to, and exciting to see people like, you know, you and all these different people that we, we find, I mean, at that time, we're just, we can only connect with the people that we see through our phones really, or like we get online with whatever, you know, we're looking through the screen, but it's, it's so neat to see people like inspiring each other and trying to uplift people and everything. And, um, that's just really great. So, um, thank you for, for what you've been doing with, uh, just being a, a positive light in the, uh, the world of overwatch. I mean, it's, I think, that's a, a really cool thing to see, like how much like, I mean, we talked about way back when, but even still to this day, like you have lived and breathed this, like um, just giving, giving people who like you love Overwatch more because they see people like you who are doing these, these just, I mean, interacting with fans, hanging out with fans at different cons, you know, posting pictures of that, sharing the stuff that they send in. Like, it's cool to see that interaction happen. So, um, you know, it, it shows that that human side. Um, that, that we often, well, definitely lost a lot of during the pandemic. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's nice to see that. So, um, yeah. yeah, definitely appreciate that. Um, well, cool. And uh, y'all have any other questions you want to ask before we close things out? I think I'm good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm good. Awesome. Well, Carolina, <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much. If, uh, yes. where can people find you if they want to track you down online and follow your, what you're doing and all that stuff, give us your, yeah, channel. I think the easiest and the one I use the most is Insta. Uh, Ravasa, just my last name, and then TikTok is Carolina Ravasa, and Twitter's Carolina Ravasa, and my YouTube channel has a lot of weird ass content on it. <laughs> Yesterday, I posted how to fold a green screen because uh, hey. I finally, I finally found the magical way. Because there's all these YouTube videos that tell you how to fold a green screen, and they're bullshit. And I. <laughs> cracked the code so i put it up and everyone's like very confused like why is this on your youtube channel but i'm like nope that's gonna go viral because somebody's <laughs> gonna find it and it's gonna help them and uh you know people are like thank you carolina what but i do post a lot of overwatch stuff there and i posted um 
Valorant content there. And that one's called His Spanglo Saxon um, because it was my YouTube channel about my web series. And now it's just a hodgepodge of anything I put up there. So, you know, sift through it and see if you like anything. Um, but I mean, Google helps you find me real easily because I'm I'm not I'm not hard to find. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we'll have these uh, links links in the show notes as well. And uh, Carolina, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure and yes. uh, excited to see what, what comes in the future. Looking forward to your upcoming roles and stuff once once you can talk about them and share those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See what those games are. It's, uh, it's going to be great. Wait, last question. Have you guys, I know you haven't played Overwatch, but... Yeah. No, yeah, no, that, oh yeah. 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 I get to play over And we're liking it. Yeah, I liking it. I am liking it. How, I, how do you like the five v five? I think that's better. It's better for the game. It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. A I, lot of people hate it. So it's interesting. <laughs> I know it's funny. It's funny because like I was I was wondering about that too because we had a pretty tight knit like six person group that we would play with and now it's I mean it's actually kind of worked out because we just don't have everybody online as much as we used to. Um, but I do like the five of not having that extra tank in the game. Um, you know, it's nice just having that one tank you have to worry about. So it's like, usually yeah. it's just like, okay, I got to focus on the healer, get rid of that person and then try and get rid of the tank. And then we can just, everybody else, you can just kind of take care of them after that. But, um, yeah. it's good. It's, it's definitely been, been fun to jump into and play. I've tried like eight different characters at this point and, um, not all of them, but, you know, make my way through it. And it's, it's been fun. It's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful. I was hoping that the, the story part would have come out cause it still, it doesn't feel yeah. like a full, like two just yet um but it's nice that we're back into it because i mean i i haven't played it honestly in a couple years so um it's cool that there's a this reinvigoration of wanting to jump back in does it feel different does it feel like a different game or it's kind of just like a revamp yeah it feels exactly the same (laughs) yeah it feels more like a a revamp honestly it's it's definitely i mean graphics may be a little bit better and stuff like that but just having the new characters and the old skins look like trash <laughs> they still have the same like you can if you switch between because every character has an overwatch one overwatch two skin so when you go to overwatch two you can definitely tell it's like better high definition oh yeah. better you go to okay. overwatch one and it's just like not like that great yeah <laughs> like come on right, right. so yeah. long to upgrade update this stuff yeah it's just a little nitpicky stuff the gameplay is still fun yeah yeah the okay okay exciting i mean it's it's yeah it's it's been it's been good to get back in with your squad because, I mean, there's so many games nowadays that, like, you know, we talk about Apex Legends and we used to play that, but, like, you can only have three people. So if, like, if you have a crew of, like, four or five, like, you, you're you somebody sitting out. Um, yeah. So in this game, it's like we can get five people in there and actually hang out and have a good time and um, jump in and jump out quickly, which is nice. So um, it's been good. I just... Yeah. Um, I just I'm so hyped for the wanting the story. That's what I really want because I I love yeah. these characters and the shorts that they've established and like you were talking about the interactions between the different characters. Like that sounds so cool and I just want to see that kind of that culminate into one big yeah. thing. So yeah, um, yeah. Right. good to know. Just yeah. cool, cool, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I will say I haven't. I fortunately I didn't start playing it until like Thursday and Friday, so I never had to worry about the forty thousand player queue. That everybody was talking about, which is great. Um, I, I logged in, my 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 stuff carried over, like I had my stats all in there, and jumped in and played, and it was nice. super easy. So, all right, I have um, to bring this up. I just watched your video for the green screen because I have that too. <laughs> I know you just changed my life. So, I, I dude, everyone's like, everyone's like, put your left hand here and yeah. fold here and do a taco, and you're like, what taco? <laughs> and this was like, I put my little feet on the bottom. I fold it, 
and then you do this it thing and it goes, in on itself. I've been going Dude. like, you should see me how I do. I'm like wrestling with this thing. Like, <laughs> it's so, never right. And it flops out. Because everything. there are, I used to, I, my sister films me. Oh, she's, there's another Instagram called living with an actress. Mm-hmm. My sister started make, uh, making fun of me. We live together and she's just like working and she hears me screaming for an audition. And so then she started filming me. So one time she filmed me secretly trying to fold a fucking green screen <laughs> and it's up there because I, I was like I was so angry. And so now I cracked the code and every single time I fold it, it's impeccably perfect. It is so genius. So wait, how did you figure this out? Like what was the, what was the steps to get to this point? Well, so, so <laughs> my friend has one as well. And so we were trying to do it together and uh, I was like, look, once it does the weird eight thing, you're <laughs> fucked. Cause we knew, okay, sometimes it works. And then you fold it. And, but as soon as it warps, it's not it's working. Over. And so he's like, okay, so we did the taco, which is the first fold I do. And we're like, oh, okay. So it can't, like, I can't explain, but it was a two person thing. And then I'm like, something clicked in me. Like, oh, first, if you do this big fold, then it does the cute eight thing within itself. Other than that, though, it, it, t- it was a two person job to figure it out, the science. And now I've got it. Man, I love it. And, okay, and to my girlfriend. We all have these green screens for our auditions, you know, that we use the blue side and they're like, God, how do you fold this? So I've been sending this video out. And my girl was like, that video is going to go viral. You should put it on YouTube. <laughs> and I didn't even care to like make it look cute. I was like in my house, I'm barefoot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bitches. Fold it. <laughs> it's real life. That's real life. Right Read there. the comments. Oh. So they're funny. People are like, thank you, Carolina. I'm like, this is gamers, right? They're looking yeah. at this. But if you are going to, I want it to be, I, I should put all the tags in it that say like, Green screen, fold, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, like yes. when I was finding it on YouTube, you find all these like tech dudes that are like, this is how you fold the green screen. And it's, <laughs> it's, it angers me because they didn't work as well as I wanted them to. So. Right. So wait, yeah. who told you how to fold it originally? Or was that instructions on that? A YouTube actual? video. Okay. <laughs> because I, I used to have a, uh, uh, a windshield uh little cover like that that's so what i was they would just be like oh just do this and obviously yeah. it's easy because it's like not even that long i couldn't get the hang of that my <laughs> wife like beat me because oh, i couldn't do it right so i just collapse together and fold it up <laughs> and just throw it away and she's just like no you gotta you gotta do the figure eight yeah, thing figure you gotta go like eight. this i'm like but when it's smaller you can do the figure eight when it's yeah. that big you're fighting Kinda against like... this huge thing that then just opens up and hits you in the face yeah it's <laughs> way too big yeah, I feel uh, like that was the instructions that they gave me when I bought mine. Yeah, like, oh, just do this. It's easy. Well, so when you do use, you look at the YouTube videos where you're holding it like this, and then you bring your left hand down or whatever the heck, it it works. But sometimes, as soon as it warps, then you're fucked. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, how do we do this every time without fail? And so you know, it took a few trial and errors to figure it out. That's awesome. Just saying, just saying, it. guys, valuable information <laughs> on my YouTube channel. You should create a Patreon, and this is this is all that's on there. <laughs> For more amazing how-to yeah. content. Oh. Guys, help me make that video go viral. We need to, you Oh know, yeah. I'll imagine if it has like six million views because people are like, we finally found the way to fold it. Well, because, you know, um, is it Razor or one of the Elgato has that one that just like pops up and then you can put it mm. in its yeah. thing. And I was yeah. like, why didn't I get that? Because it's Travis like has. three times more one. expensive now. After the more expensive. Yeah, 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 totally. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go cheap and get this little folding one. It's fine. And yeah, I was, it's been hell yeah. until yeah. now. So that's awesome. Thank you. Well, my friend had it open 
at her house for the longest time. She's like, I was like, I'm going to leave it open. I'm calling in auditions. And then she's like, fuck it. I don't want it open. I want to close it. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. because it's true. After a while, you're like, oh, this is a big blue or green screen. And it looks like crap in my apartment. Exactly. So that's awesome. Great. Saving lives over here. There well, you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see that video, we'll have that in the show notes. And uh, Carolina, thank you so much. It's been yes, awesome. You, you. you got it, guys. Thank yeah. you so much. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. It is a new month, and that means free games. Here are the games you can pick up with an Xbox Games Gold subscription or PlayStation Plus. As you may have heard in our podcast previously, we have learned that Xbox is dropping things down to just two games a month rather than the four they used to have because they're not doing Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. No, Xbox One backwards compatibility. It's just Xbox Series X stuff. Or no, Xbox One. No, they dropped 360. That's what it was. So anyway, you're getting a game called Windbound and Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition. Don't know anything about those games. Never heard of them, but that's cool. Then on PlayStation, here's the games you're going to get for the month of October. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Woo! Injustice 2. Woo! Big one. Yeah. And Super High. Super High. Have you all played played Super High? On VR, yeah. Have you played Super High? Mm Mm-hmm. You should download the regular one because it's, it's a different story. Yeah, I know. That, okay. Yeah. Well, you should get it. It's okay. Cool. It's great. Everybody should get it super hot. It's fun. Looking forward to the next few weeks. Let's talk about upcoming video game releases. Jason, oh. kick us off. <clears throat> on October 14th, we have it Dragon Ball The Breakers on all platform. It is an online asymmetrical action game in which a band of seven ordinary civilians. God damn it. Every fucking time. <laughs> Tries to survive the Raider, a classic Dragon Ball rival such as Cell, Frieza, and Majin Buu. What? Who will hunt and evolve into an unstoppable force. All right. I think I need to get this. Yeah, I want to get it. We should all play it. No, we probably stream, stream it. it. We should. More games to buy. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. oh, and on the 18th, a Plague Tale Requiem coming to the PS5, Xbox system, Switch, and PC. Embark on a heart-rending journey into a brutal, breathtaking world and discover the cost of saving those you love and a desperate struggle for survival. Strike from the shadows or unleash hell with a variety of weapons, tools, and unearthly powers. Fancy. Rats. Also on the 18th, we have Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed for all platforms. In this game, it's a fun multiplayer game, perfect for all skill levels. Four proton pack-wielding Ghostbusters attempt to catch a ghost haunting unique locations and asymmetric multiplayer battles. Asymmetric is all the rage right now. As players progress, they will unlock cosmetics and upgrades for both Ghostbusters and Ghosts to evolve their gameplay experiences. The look and feel will deliver to fans an immersive experience in this universe, allowing them to play out their Ghostbusting fantasies. Okay, I think I have to skip this one, because I'm buying like Every other one <laughs> on know, here. That's what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> like fuck. Oh man. This is one I want to wait for the reviews on because yeah. it could be really shitty. Could be okay, really okay, bad. fair enough, fair enough. On October twentieth, we have Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope only on the Switch. Team up with Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Rabbit Peach, Rabbit Luigi, and their friends on a galactical journey <laughs> to defeat the me- malevolent, malevolent. Malevolent, 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 malevolent a male violent <laughs> attorney, and save your spark companions. Explore planets throughout the galaxy as you uncover the mysteries, secrets, and compelling quests. That is when I pick my switch back up. Yes, for this game. That's for that game. Yep. Very excited. 
And coming on the 21st, we have Gotham Knights. Batman is dead. A new expansive criminal underworld has swept the streets of Gotham City. It's now up to the Bat family. Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin protect Gotham. Bring hope to its citizens. Discipline to its cops. And fear to its criminals. From solving mysteries and... Uh, that connect the darkest chapters in the city's history to defending notorious villains in ep- sorry <laughs> I said defending, defending. defeating <laughs> notorious villains in epic confrontations defend those villains what's new Scooby Doo coming after you <laughs> sounds fun uh, that's what it is isn't it yeah and this game is no longer coming on last gen consoles it's just on new gen consoles so that's good um on the 21st we have new tales from the borderlands on all platforms this is the game that is inspired by the, the uh, Telltale game that is actually being developed by Gearbox this time. Uh, within the perpetually war-torn metropolis of Promethea, you'll control a new Octavio and Fran. <laughs> oh, bless you. On the worst days of their lives, help these lovable losers as they endeavor to change the world and maybe even save it. You face down a planetary invasion, vicious vault monster, and cold-hearted capitalists in the cinematic thrill ride where what happens next is up to you. Meet a motley cast full of misfits, assassin bots, and talking guns in this race to the top. Woo, wacky. (laughs) And that's going to wrap up our show this week. Be sure and check us out in two more weeks from your favorite video game podcast. If you guys like what you hear, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And don't forget, twitch.tv slash gamercast every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. You can watch us stream. Ooh. You can also join us in on the conversation on our Discord channel. Check out the show notes for the link. If you want to support our show, you can donate at the website at theinnergamer.net. All donations go towards making the podcast, videos, streams even better. And as always, if you can contribute monetarily, please take time to share this episode with a friend, family member, or loved one. The more eyes we get in front of our content, the faster we grow and how's more than you know. So thank you for your continued support. My name is Austin Morales. I'm Brett Nanoski. No, I'm Bregnoski. And I'm Jason Hobbs. No, I'm Jason Hobbs. <laughs> and you've been listening to the Air Gamer Podcast. Catch you guys next time. Podcast out. Woo. Boop. I was doing that thing again. What thing? Where he just looks at you. Oh, he just looks at me. With no no emotion. (laughs) No emotion. That (laughs) That dead stare. (laughs) Better not fuck this (laughs) up, boy. (laughs) Oh. There he goes. (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. I'm glad glad you think so. Yep. Three, two, one. Glad I wasn't the only one that noticed that. Yeah. Just every time he's like, it was that one time. Just look at that. <laughs> You're killing us, Brett. Don't fuck us. it up. Don't <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs>